0: what's going on everybody it is coach greg adams back in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the coach gang and
1: that's you for being in here
0: being involved and being active on this youtube channel and welcome to the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel i'm the bruce wayne this ish the king of content in the building my humble self tells you i'm the speaker of truth by the way appreciate everybody for being here the 10 toes up gang the nasty boys are in the building and everybody on the dark side. <laughs> oh man, we are ready to go. We're gonna talk about a bachelorette. Yeah, we on the dark side. All right, we on the dark side. A bachelorette in Australia. Contestant said she slept with over 700 men, and she doesn't even know how to. She didn't even know the count exactly, but she says she knows it's over 700. We're gonna talk about that. Not just to identify her as a scab peeling skeezer herself. But what we're gonna do is talk about uh, all of these theories that we have, like the cold approach, right? Say you cold approached her and you ran some game on her and, and you slept with that woman. You would you would say your cold approach worked. But I've been telling you for a long time, if you cold approach, eventually you're gonna find a scab peeling skeezer, right? Mm. And you're gonna think it was the approach that got her, but it was nothing but her wanting to be a 304 and your cold approach didn't work. Therefore, it didn't work. You just eventually found the scab peeling skeezer for that night. Mm. All right. This is what I've been telling you for a long time. She's going to prove it when we go through it. And we got quite a long show today. And if I happen to pop off, uh, pop off, like uh, my computer might be overworking like three hours. there, like three hours in a row. Uh, Sit tight. Sit tight. I'll be back. All right. And so uh, let's go ahead and pop up the um, pop up the topics for the day. We got quite a few topics as I as I. T- been telling you as i've been telling you coach gang i'm going through a metamorphosis of uh reformatting my content what i do how many times i stream how much i stream so the morning show will be the lengthier show the afternoon or evening show will be the shorter show uh for now and then eventually we will uh make another little transition going on for there also i just want to let you guys know the way we distribute the content over here is going to be quite different all right we have other channels now other channels that are monetized for now um notorious cga is the vlog channel and you're also getting to sh- see the streams over there simulcast over there you can also uh super chat over there so if you go to the main page free agent lifestyle which wow 77k 77k not bad all right um it says right here notorious cga nor so notorious cga you can click over there you can super chat while we stream currently here coach reg adams the big channel the flagship channel it's still gaming gaining subscribers and it's mostly through uh shorts. Uh, videos that i put up and i'm putting up some of the replay videos up there every day 210,000 subscribers shout out to everybody that's over there that's the original channel uh still got the old still got the old photo over there when i had a when i had a black beard (laughs) all right i'll never change that photo because everybody recognizes that as my big time photo right that photo over there cga got game just got monetized congratulations to cga got game I just got qualified over there. Uh, I'm doing my sports content. I moved the sports content over there. All right, so that's why I got monetized. Ask Coach Greg Adams, still demonetized. But I will be putting more videos over there. And then the new videos where the replays are going to really be going and the short videos are going to be going is on CGA. It says CGA shorts, but it's going to be more reaction, CGA reaction. That's going to be the new thing. Anyway, I'm reformatting everything to go into 2023 with a bang. And if you didn't know, If you didn't know, uh, YouTube is about to announce for you guys that want to be content creators and want to join my content creation program, YouTube is about to announce they're going to start monetizing short videos, all right? They're going to start monetizing shorts. So this is going to be a big deal for content creators looking to get their foot in the door is now the shorts are going to be monetized. At the point right now, they're not monetized. So if you want to be a content creator and you want to get into a little bit of money, right? Let's see money. I got the ready. short videos are gonna start being monetized meaning what they're gonna start pushing them and i talked to uh talk to my money mindset group about this that we meet every week on patreon um uh these these uh they're gonna start trying to rival TikTok. that's what they're doing youtube is trying to rival TikTok, and they're gonna be pushing short videos like crazy i upload short videos and dude they're getting they're getting hundreds of thousands of views all right just for one little short video and uh, Im- imagine if they're monetized. So, uh, think about that for you, brothers, that are looking to become content creators. There's going to be a space for you just on shorts alone, and they're pushing the short algorithm right now. They're pushing it like TikTok was pushing it about a year or two ago. All right, anything was they were pushing anything now, not so much, but um, coming forward, and you know, the 304 is going to be over here. <laughs> the 304 is going to be over here. So, you think um, this is going to be a weird time for t- uh, for YouTube. It's because the 304s are coming here. All they're going to do is reload all of their old TikTok content. It's going to be out of control. Um, and I think what YouTube is doing, because because they're now trying to compete with TikTok, is they're going to they're going to relax all of their standards. Right. I believe they're going to relax some of their standards, more or less, because they're going to have to. they're want to do. And by the, by the way, Instagram also is trying to rival OnlyFans. So we got a big war going on with social media, which is going to be great for content creators because that opens up spaces for you. And um, because Instagram is trying to rival OnlyFans, meaning they have their Instagram models over there. But now they have a subscription section where you can subscribe for like five dollars, whatever it is. They have a subscription section on Instagram and they're trying to rival OnlyFans. They're trying to keep the Instagram models on Instagram. All right. Instead of going to OnlyFans. So it's a new world. Hey, hey, new, 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 new world. Order. Uh, yeah. Th- and mostly this is because of women, by the way. <laughs> right? Everything is because of women, right? Everything is to it. Everything is to get women to try to monetize themselves. It is, you know, I'll get a couple of dollars. Mm. I'll make a couple of bucks. All right. But compared to what the women are going to make, we're going to see this when we go back to the updated topic here. We're going to see this compared to what the women are making it is what it is. Uh. Anyway. What are we doing over here? So uh, what do we got going on here? That's your social media update. Dollar sign CGA live is how you contribute via the cash app. Appreciate y'all contributing to this show. It lets me march forward. Um, uh, dollar sign, not dollar sign. What is this? Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal uh, dot me. backslash Coach Greg Adams. And I didn't put it in here and I was sitting here too. I was sitting here, coffee in hand, waiting to start the show. And guess what? Still didn't put the damn PayPal link in there. All right, man, this is just reprehensible behavior. I'm a professional. Now I'm getting better at typing and talking. Somehow it will be Jermaine's fault. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, you see the topics. We got some great topics here. Let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show. And uh, let's see here. Oh, you're choosing to watch this content. Viewer discretion is advised. And this show does not promote hate nor harm or harm of any person based on gender, relationship status race or class or the how they identify themselves because we're going to touch on the teacher running around with them saggy waggies out there we're going to talk about that um but the goal of the show is to promote healthy choices specifically for men in lifestyle finances and overall in your emotional language and health all right that's what we're doing here and uh let's see here people were talking about female content creators in the red pill space i keep warning you guys but look uh, the, red, the red pill space is more just purple pill now. I mean, it ain't what it used to be. Anybody that's been around here for longer than four, three years, all right, you know it ain't what it used to be. Now, you know, content creators can make money, so that's what it is. Content creators can walk the tightrope and basically water down their content to stay monetized and make more money. Then it opened up doors. I think, you know, I'm not dissing Kev- Kevin. Everybody says every time I mention him it's a sneak disc, but I think um, his his elevation uh the the type of person the way he presented himself opened up the door for other people to come in with more watered down content right and they thought kevin was hard-hitting and i i used to be like he's not that hard-hitting compared to there's some people on here that are vicious and he did it in a way he presented it and it was hard-hitting because it was articulate there were other guys that were probably not as articulate that was way more hard-hitting and um but but the point of that is, I think it opened up the avenues for people to produce water down content and, and walk around it and and, and switch around it, and therefore elevate themselves. And they are the face of the red pill. <laughs> right. So think about this. They're the face of the red pill. Now, some some of these people and look, people used to say this about me. Right. But now these people, with because now you look at it and you say, well, they, they, this person has so many subscribers, so therefore they're the best. OK, and Tupac said it the most. Tupac said it best about MC Hammer recently. Well, it wasn't recently. It's a clip that they found and said, well, just because you sell the most doesn't mean you're the best. Just because you have the most subscribers does not mean you're the best. Um, and uh, just because 10 million, you know, they've sold 10 million crack rocks. Does that mean anything? Uh, and I think what's happening now is there's people who are becoming the face and that face is very much purple and blue pill. Most of the people who follow these people are blue or purple pill at best. And that's just what it is. You listen, we can make a we can make a whole show on that. And uh, then it can sound like hate or it can sound like jealousy or envy. And I'm not trying to be. But I think people warned us long time ago that if that happened, the space would be dead. OK, now it's just entertainment. Now it's just entertainment. And it is what it is, but. I'm a old. I kind of like in the second wave of the red pill, or maybe somewhat the third wave. Now we're in fourth or fifth wave. I think we're in the fifth wave of it. And as you know, any virus gets weaker over time. <laughs> mm. There's a lot of hope strategists over here, and because Kevin elevated the, the 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 attention over here, more people are here in their hope strategists. Like I I could probably assume, I could probably assume that I could probably assume that a lot of people who were hardcore MGTOW used to follow me, but I've kind of transitioned and watered it down so much that they can't follow me no more, right? So I get a lot more purple pill, hope strategists, people that are trying to understand relationships and less of those guys. Those guys probably went, oh, this guy's kind of going this way. So it is what it is. But shout out to people, man. I look, man, get these, get your money, content creators, get your money. But I just want to warn you, and people have warned of this way before this happened, way before I got here, that there will be people that enter this space, water it down, and they'll get their subscribers and make their money. And But, but at that point, you can't call it Red Pill. <laughs> you can't call it Red Pill. What are we doing here? All right, I'm Blue Pill. Oh, man, are you kidding me? I'm a Blue Pillar? Jesus. Maybe I'm blue pill. I don't know. I want love. I need love. Yes, I do. When I'm alone in the room, sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call. Yeah. I want some love. <laughs> all right, Shout out to We Need Love and shout out to Kevin Samuels. No diss. It's just what it is. We're all evolving. We're all evolving and it, it'll get worse. <laughs> all right. Where are we at here? I stand firm on my principles. Yes, I do. All right. All right. So anyway, let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show. I appreciate y'all for being here and supporting. Do me a favor. Hit the like button if you cannot contribute financially. It is all what it is. All right. We got super chats over on the Notorious CGA channel. Thank you for your daily content. Appreciate you, man. We are here daily. We are here daily. And if I'm not here daily, I'm here for Kaylee. All right. Where are we at here? Shout out to Omar says saving lives one upload at a time. All right, you can definitely get some hardcore. You get the hardcore stuff over here. It's somewhat hardcore. All right. Anyway, somebody says, yeah, there's some guys. You guys are naming people. Yeah, there's some people here that would clean everybody's clock if given the chance. Uh, But these, these, you know, it is what it is. Rolo's Pantene Hair Weave. Shout out to you. Rolo's Pantene Hair Weave is in the building. Sends us a super sticker. (laughs) Rolo's Pantene Hair Weave. That's a very interesting content channel name. What do we got? We also have a domain them in the building. There it is, right there. These skeezers gave me the itchy scratchy. Oh damn! All right, these itchy these skeezers. All right, we need to bring that word back. That was actually a word from back in the day. All right, John Angelo, shout out to you. Donation in the building. Shout out to the donations earlier contributors to today's show. Yes, indeed. All right, shout out to you. Let me see if that's it. Yes, indeed. That's it on, over on the, um, what do they call that? The super chat. And let's get over here, over to Venmo. Then we'll do Cash App, then PayPal. All right, because uh, PayPal is a little more strategic to get in. Did I pin that? Did I pin it to the chat? I, I typed it in and didn't pin it to the chat. Oh, no, I did. All right, shout out to uh, Mr. Gourmet. Back at it again. My stepson in the kitchen listening to the best part of the day edutainment at the highest level and he says I got money. coach gang see you in orlando shout out to you i'll be at the 21 convention i won't i don't know i'm not gonna tell you what day <laughs> all right but you do your own math um shout out to your stepson watching shout out to your stepson watching we don't want him to make some similar mistakes all right where we got it here uh shout out to aberdeen room he says have you read the article about black women having the highest eviction rate No wonder why they are pushing the soft girl era. Coach, the barbarian is at the gate. Men need to hold the line and have a good memory. And we say over here, have a long memory. Realize how we got here. If you don't realize how we got here, get my book, The Evolution. The link is in the description box below. Um, And the reason why I've been telling you these things is because my whole purpose was to tell you, when the economy shifts, when we start crashing socially and politically, they're going to revert back to feminism. And we've seen these hints along the way remember when there was the idea of World War II uh the whole c19 of, of 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 you know reverting and going back home working working at home I was like dude when the economy crashes you need to have a long memory and realize that because they're going to switch gears women are great survivalists except you know in out in survival world they're great survivalists in the social community and they're going to revert back and adjust and adapt to survive they're the they're the strongest survivor out here And the way they do it is they start reverting back and telling you what you want to hear or embracing, you know, instead of embracing strong and independence, they start embracing, why are we out here being an aggressive? Why are we out here being independent and strong? We should have people supporting us and we should be more feminine. All right. They start singing that song and we call that in this space being a chameleon because a chameleon always adapts to its surroundings. Right. A chameleon can quickly switch colors and change to uh, suit its surrounding. So that's why uh, men before me have been telling you about this. I told you about this, and I wrote about it, and we're seeing it now. You don't hear this, I'm strong and independent. You do from old women, right, or women who are just, you know, they're just spatially unaware, but most women have figured it out. And by the way, you mentioned the article about about black women having the highest eviction rate. That has always been the case, so I don't know who's been talking about that. But black women have always been the highest eviction rate. Okay, (laughs) so I don't even. So let me see here. I've actually referenced an article right here: black women evicted at higher rates. This was in 2010. This was in the year 2010. So, and and if you Google black women and eviction rates, they are the they're the they have the highest by far. It's not even close. As a matter of fact, the New York Times wrote about this, and it said right here. It says right here, this is specifically research of about evictions in Milwaukee. There's Milwaukee again. Mm -hmm. That's what talk about a cesspool. It says right here, they found that women in black neighborhoods were twice as likely to be evicted as male tenants. And black women suffer 40 percent of the evictions in the city, even though they make up just 13 percent of the tenants. And one thing that the community has to come to an agreement about is our impact. Sometimes almost triples what our representation is in many horrible categories. You guys got to start looking in the mirror or right? at some particular point. I mean, terminations of pregnancy, STDs. I mean, we represent a small subsection of this country, very small. I know people think we're in a greater population, but we're certainly not. You just do it. One out of 10, one out of 10 people are going to be black in America or uh, 10 out of 100, 100 out of 1,000. I mean, it's a small. But then when you start thinking about other things that we affect, then it always is like 40 percent, 50 percent. And you got to start asking why. Why is that like shouldn't it be we represent 50 percent of the wealthy people? It's never that. Uh, we got to answer these questions before we start pointing the finger. Okay. Anyway, you can get the finger, the middle. I know people be like, oh man, this nigga going in again. All right, let's get into uh this sellout coon ass Uncle Tom shuffling ass. You always shuffling, coach. Is despite the a, f- I hey, I kicked the, I kicked the truth. I ain't got time to shuffle.
2: I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What, what you, you gonna going do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man.
0: By the way, uh, the soft girl error stuff—we actually called it out for what it is. It's a self-love project, but it's also embracing femininity, and they're bringing it on themselves. They're like, "Oh, I'm just, I'm just gonna embrace my femininity." Mm. Like they thought of it themselves. No, you thought of it because the barbarians at the gate. <laughs> right? That's all. That's all it is. All right. Um, let me see here. Boy, we got a lot. Um, uh, we we got Jeremiah Franz says hashtag Raider National problems. Yes, good show. All right, Raider Nation is in trouble. Jason A. says, first time donor, more to come. Keep the fire hot. We keep it hot and we edutain. All right, shout out to a co-sponsor, Marriage or Hell No. Nah. Telling the truth last night, CGA, if the shoe fits, if the shoe fits, wear it. If it doesn't fit, you must quit. All right, avid hiker in the building with the coffee fun. Loud Pockets back in here. These are the usual suspects. Let's go ahead and give them a sponsorship because over the month, they definitely sponsor the show. Loud Pockets, Coachy. I'm checking in. XL Pro Service is another one. Shout out to you again and again. Boo says, forget them 304s. <laughs> that's what he says. All right. Ty C says, Oh my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> I should have read that. But anyway, that's all we say here. Anyway, he says on the 45th day, click with Ty Junior College. Oh, I couldn't figure that out. But anyway shout out to you um anyway he says on the 45 day clock with a junior college Thai girl I've had a couple of junior college Thai girls they're fantastic <laughs> I didn't realize how good Thai girls were until I ventured over there I was like damn this isn't this is not that bad <laughs> all right where are we at here a uh, full six speed appreciate you sir. All right, for being here, you said nothing. Pindar says, good morning, coach. Please use a VPN. Love your content. Okay, I better get my security up. Is that what it is? Is that what you're saying? All right, we checking in on PayPal, and then we'll get the show kicked off. All right, shout out. It always takes like 25 minutes for me to do my monologue. All right, KT the King is back in the building. KT the King is back in the building. Good morning, CGA, especially black men, black American men. uh, We are conditioned by other men to talk about women who are past their prime during their childhood. He says, this is why when boys become adults, especially black American men become hypersexual by attempting to cultivate masculinity through their salami. And that's you.
1: And that's you.
0: Yeah, the whole manhood thing I actually broke that down. And I used a great Kevin Samuels clip for that. All right, only the second time in history. But by the way, uh, we do try to, we, we try to measure our manhood through the achievements of women. And that's undeniable It to the point where if a man says he's struggling with women, there will be a guy in here to debunk that and say, oh, man, that sucks for you. I'm doing great. Instead of saying, dang, that sucks. How can we warn more men about these scenarios? There'll be a guy that comes in here and goes, you know what? That sucks for you. You're less of a man because I'm doing well now. (laughs) There's other ways that you can try to draw those parallels. You can be like, okay, um, if a guy says, you know, I'm poor, not many people, you know, they I'll do it, but not many people will say, that sucks for you. I'm actually winning in life, (laughs) right? That would be the equivalent of that. Sucks that you're poor. Now, I do that from time to time because I ain't got no heart and I'm on the dark side. (laughs) But instead of going, you know what? I, I'm doing well, but maybe we can work this out for you, or maybe we can figure out what the problem is, or maybe we can highlight what's going on with the majority of men, because the majority of men have problems in relationships, just like the majority of women do. It doesn't make you less of a woman or less of a man. However, when when men do that, and it's always black guys that do that. but I, but I don't know, man. It's always black. Guy. Maybe it's because I'm black and they follow me. right? I don't know what it is, but it's always a black guy in here. Well, I'm a pimp and a player, so you're the loser. you're like what like that's not what we were talking about we we, we weren't talking about the men who are successful with women nor did we need you to come in and clean that up like what 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 was the point (laughs) but that's an example of men living through their johnson and then i say show receipts or i say you know well obviously you're doing well economically right nope no they pookie (laughs) they're pookie they end up being a pookie or a wannabe um a wannabe uh what's the dude's name eddie murphy from boomerang or they'll be a wannabe uh the dude the dude that was in how to be a player they'll be that guy with nothing else to show for their success for women you're like what (laughs) all right anyway what's the dude's name bill bellamy there'll be a wannabe bill bellamy or a wannabe eddie murphy from boomerang nothing else good to show All right, Kevin W. says, it's my birthday, too. Happy birthday to you. I'm going to have to have a birthday song in here at this point. 35s, no kid, making six figures in tech, and trying to live out the free agent lifestyle. Unfortunately, I would have to miss out on the morning show because it is hard for me to watch CGA from my cage cubicle with directors and senior managements walking around. Have a good day, gentlemen. Thank you for stopping by, even though, you know what I mean? You got to, you know, they're going to be like, hey, Kevin, who are you watching here? Who are you watching? What is that guy's name right there? That old gray beard, ball head-ass guy. Him need a job. Mm. Jay Cool here, last one. He says, I've had a great time. Oh, man, he's at the Bills Mafia. Shout out to the Bills Mafia. Y'all look like y'all ready. You guys are poised to lose another Super Bowl. Mm. You guys are poised to lose another Super Bowl, but hey, that's neither here nor there. I mean, what would that be? The fifth Super Bowl loss for you guys? Have at it. All right. Anyway, shout out to Jay Cool. I had a great time at the Bills game, and my jaw hit the floor with the results. As for the info you give about ships, he says I now laugh at songs I used to go get all emotional for when I was younger. Yes, go back and listen to some of those songs. They're corny. R&B singers, shout out to you, R&B singers. You guys are kind of corny. <laughs> all right. Oh, they lost. It. They're they're poison losers. The six Super Bowls. Jesus. Shout out to the Bills. Somebody said the Bills might take it this year. If there's one thing you can bet on, they're not going to take it. But they might get there. They're going to get there. They'll get to the Super Bowl. They'll get to the Super Bowl. But you know, as they do, they about to lose. <laughs> All right, anyway, shout out to Bills Mafia pissed at me. Now I can't go to Buffalo. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, I'm trying to get to the show here. All right, uh, where we got here? Oh, let's do it only OnlyFans update. I know, I know, I know. All right, let's do an OnlyFans update. Uh, Remember the girl we did a show on yesterday? Uh, The nurse, I think it was the evening show. The nurse that said she got fired from her nursing job because of her TikTok. Remember when I told you that it's going to be some sort of way to market herself, right? Here it is right here. This is the girl right here, allegedly. Um, This is the girl right here, allegedly. Says the funniest thing about this whole drama news article thing About wait, wait a minute. The funniest thing about this whole drama news article thing about me getting fired. She she put about twice in there. That's what screwed me up. Is the funny thing is that number one, I will pursue a lawsuit and I will win. You're not going to win, but that's okay. Number two, I'm getting so many more subs on OnlyFans. And she puts the laughing emoji as into laugh as to laugh in the face of the people who reported her. As to laugh in the face who people who are judging her, only God can judge her. And so many simps, like I said, these are marketing tools. When a woman gets a little bit of these stories and they run with it, what happens is this is just a marketing opportunity for them, especially when they have OnlyFans or some sort of thing like that. And she says, I appreciate all of you guys. I love you. Thank you for supporting. There she is right there. There it is right there. I always tell you, man, uh, there is a situation where three o fours will be continued uh, encouraged to be three o fours. Now she's still gonna run out of time. Hopefully she makes her money and she does something well with it. I don't want her to, to to fumble the bag. All right. If she's not disciplined, she you know she could lose the bag. But if she does well with her money, invests it, and and gets herself a better kickstart in life, fine with me. But the problem is she's gonna want to return back to normal. What happened? Where did all the right? money go? This is only gonna last so much uh, for so long. At some particular point, it's going to come to an end and people will forget about her. And then what? Then what? Then she's going to start saying, oh, these people, they're judging me for my porn past. They're judging me for my past. I can't find a man that will embrace me because of my past. All right. Then it's going to be all the crying and the tears. All right. You guys are just judging me and I shouldn't be judged by my past. We're going to talk about that with these two next articles here. So that's just an update. And I was right. Once again, Kosher Thomas at it again, when you're talking about when somebody makes an article about a situation like this, that one teacher, that's super thick, right? What did she do? She wrote it out, wrote it out, stretched it out, stretched it out. Only fans converted it more subscribers, more followers on, on, um, on Instagram. Boom. And it's basically they're, they're running to the bank.
1: And that's you.
0: And it's now she's laughing at you simps. By the way, I have a OnlyFans. Throw me a couple of dollars. What y'all want me to do? Y'all want to see me clapping Kaylee's cheeks? (laughs) All right, second story right here. Yeah, man, I called it. I called it again. Called it. Coach Adamus is on it. All right. Whose teacher is this? Whose teacher is this? Let's go ahead and roll the film on this one. Good Lord, have mercy. Whose teacher? Oh, wait a minute. Am I on the teacher one? I am on the teacher one. All right, so let's see if I can pop this up. Whose teacher is this? I warned you yesterday, day about the public school indoctrination camp right here. What is this? Mm. This apparently is a teacher in Ranch. Is it Ranch, Ontario, Rancho Cucamonga, Ontario? Now, this is not a female teacher. This would be a transformer, a robot in disguise. All right, this is a person here, and of course, we promote. We don't promote hate nor harm over here. All right, this is the individual. Uh, this is the individual born a biological male who now identifies as a female and not only identifies as a female, um, identifies as a large, amply large female. OK, I mean, come on. I mean, who looks like this, bro? Now, this was a previously a wo- well, currently a wood shop teacher or a what is it? A shop class teacher. <laughs> what the oh, going ahead, and going go on, bro? And they this shop teacher decided I'm going to show up to school like this Mm. with some saggy waggies. All right. I don't think they're very saggy. I mean, they're saggy, but I don't think they are waggy. All right. They're definitely saggy, but not waggy. All right. So uh, let's read this article here. Shout out to InfoWars. And this is actually, this is actually on a lot of people's platforms. Uh, This is here. Here's a video here on Twitter. And so somebody says, I don't remember my shop teacher like this. Uh, Imagine you have young people, you know, we're talking about ninth and 10th graders that are taking shop class. You're talking about ninth and 10th graders. Is it necessary that they be exposed to this type of thing? Listen, you can do what you want out here. You can do what you want. I don't think this is the proper place for something like this. I mean, this reeks of some sort of mental health issue. I mean, this has nothing to do with identity. I mean, look at these boys. Look at these. By the way, these poor horny dudes, anything, you know, they they're just curious about life. Not only that, they're virgins, you know, most of them. And this is what we are going to do to distract these young boys. I mean, now, you know what's going to happen now? They're going to say, well, if you're distracted, you need to raise your boys right. (laughs) They're going to blame it on. They're going to blame it on the horny boys. Well, if you're distracted by this, you need to change your sexuality. You need to have your father raise you properly. <laughs> oh my God. Again, you give someone an inch, they take a whole damn country mile. Let's read this. An Ontario High School has come to the defense of his trans shop teacher who went viral last week after wearing a cartoonishly large fake breasts with prominently protruding nipples and skimpy clothing to school. I would say that he broke the dress code. He definitely broke the dress code. I remember I was dissing public school teachers yesterday. This is why. This is another example. They're not that bright. Sorry, teachers. I'm just telling y'all what he did. And and teachers, let me just go a little bit full screen on this one. Teachers, you know damn well I'm right. You know your work colleagues are idiots. I mean, you listen, you don't have to tell me teachers need to make more money. No, you have a part-time job. It's always been a part-time job. Get over it. Don't try to school me on this. Well, it's full time. You make it full time. Shit, you know, clock out at three o'clock or two thirty. All right. Like everybody else, all the other teachers take your ass home with your part time job. Go get a second job. You off at two thirty. Well, I got to correct papers. Yo, you chose to be an English lit teacher. All right. Why don't you be a a physical education teacher? (laughs) You could just clock the hell out and go home and start drinking beer by three thirty. But nope. They paid you a low wage. Now you got to coach football for $2,000 a a semester. Now you got to stay at campus till 9, 10, 50, 11 o'clock to make an extra $2,000 over four months. Okay. You chose that job. I didn't choose it. You chose. But anyway, (laughs) oh goodness. All right. Teachers are mad. I know about your profession. Don't lie to me. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Well, there's teachers that make $60,000. Yeah, after 30 years in a degree from the University of Phoenix. And working in the war zone like Los Angeles, yeah, they can make $60,000. Go get you a second job. <laughs> Here we go. Uh the video captured by students showed the fetishistic fetishistic display of the male's teachers massive prosthetic breasts. Says right here, while he uses shop equipment and lectures the class. Gosh, the video and images are so ridiculous that there was confusion as to whether the teacher was part of a comedy sketch or if the whole thing was a hoax. But but backlash ensured, ensured, or sorry, ensued. Backlash ensued. Sorry, when it became apparent that the teacher's vulgar display was real. It says right here, the the the, the school district, the school district came to their defense hold up for a second as the inter wait as the Ontario Minister of Education wow it is your duty to protect Ontario students from being exposed to this teacher's vulgar sexual fetish this is definitely sexual fetishing this man must be removed from the classroom and steps must be taken to prevent this from ever happening again do you think they're going to listen to these parents this is the problem with the public school indoctrination camp this is the problem the problem is you are not going to get any voice when these things happen. You're trying to, and then you see, hey, I had to blow it up bigger. You're not going to get a voice. So you send your kids to your free school, and then the teachers, especially if they have um, tenure, they can do whatever they want. They're not getting fired. And then if they identify as a class of people who need protection, meaning women, minorities, and or people who are um, trying to be inclusive, alternative lifestyles, there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do. And the school district has to protect. All right, here we go. It says, but the Oakville High School emailed a, a statement to parents over the weekend defending the teacher's employment status, citing inclusivity. There it is right there. Again, you give somebody an inch and they take a mile. Quote, we are aware of discussions on social media and in the media regarding Oakville something high school. It says we would like to take this opportunity to reiterate that our community, to our community, that we are committed to establishing and maintaining a safe, caring, inclusive, equitable and welcoming learning and working environment for all students and staff. Hi, I mean, come on. It says we strive to promote a positive learning environment in school consistent with the values of the HDSB and to ensure a safe and inclusive environment for all students, staff and the community top, regardless of race age ability sex gender identity gender expression sexual orientation ethnicity religion cultural observation socioeconomic circumstances and or body type and size good lord ah. You know what? This stuff started with us black folk wanting rights. I just want to just remind you of that. This started with us. You know what I mean? Because we were like, hey, man, y'all need to treat me like a a man. Y'all need to do this. And they went in there. They were like, all right, after a certain time. And the first thing they put, we're going to strive for equality, no matter what race you are, period. Mm. Then the next group, Rojo Damn Wave. Then they went into gender. We strive for equality, no matter race nor gender. Mm. All right. And then the next group stepped up. What about us? People in wheelchairs rolling up. Oh, regardless of race, gender, and, and ability. All right. Ability. We'll put that, period. What about us? The next group rolled up. Reading Rainbow. Boom. The next group. Trans, the next group, dumbass people, the next group, mental illness, the next group rolled up, all right, one after the other, and now you got this. People who were poor, people who have hunger deficiencies. Oh, you're discriminating against me because of what? This was all started by the civil rights movement. This is why some people believe that the civil rights movement was a Marxist movement, because it was the gateway. I mean, listen, I'm not against, by the way, you could actually argue a civil rights was actually beneficial for blacks. It's actually gotten worse for blacks, but there's a great argument in that you don't have to take sides on this one. Okay. It's been, um, um, integration has been negative for overall for most, but, 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 but but, that's not a definite, but you can argue that it's debatable. However, however, it was the gateway to open up everything else. And now look at where we are. (laughs) Look at where we are. So you can't deny this. And somebody's in my comment section. You're social political. You're wrong on this one. Look at where we are. Look, bro. Look, look at where we are, bro. It was the gateway. (laughs) Look at where we at now, because now you got to have this type of statement. Let me read it again. When this statement just included race 30 years ago, it was just race. Now we're here. It says right here. We strive to promote a positive learning environment in school consistent with the values of HDSB and to ensure a safe inclusion environment for all staff and uh, students and the community, regardless of race. There it is first. Race is there first. See, that, that's where it started. Now it's age, then ability. Now, now we've jumped the shark. Now it's sex. Now it's gender identity. Now it's gender expression. All right, are those two separate things? Now it's sexual orientation. Then now ethnicity, because now it wasn't just blacks. Then it was now the Muslims and, now you know, then it was all of the cultures. Then it's religion. Now, then it's cultural observation. What the hell? Then it's socioeconomic circumstances, classism. Now body type and size. This is fat phobia. You see, the gateway was the race. Now, then everybody hopped on. Now it's full circus. <laughs> now it's full circus. Now that's the thing, man. Uh, that's the thing about Marxism. The, the Marxist movement is not an initial war. It's not a war to be won overnight. It's a war to be won over time. And it is what it is. I mean, you can you can debate that all day long. But it's a war that they're committed to over time. This is why when you push back, there's never any give. You You end up relenting. You end up going, all right, well, whatever. And then the next thing comes up, and you're like, holy shit. All right, okay, all right, let them get married. Remember in 1996, let them get married. Who cares? Let them have a wedding cake. No big deal. And then gateway. Then the next thing pops up. Then it's no longer about the marriage, and then they're doing whatever they're doing, right? Let them go to the school. Let them bust the people into the school. No big deal. Why is it a big deal? You sound like a racist. You're prejudiced. Okay, I don't want to be prejudiced. Bustle in. Then they gateway to the next thing. All it does is go to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. It never stops. So never, it's just like dating and being married. Your wife says, I'm not happy. <laughs> the wife says, I'm not happy. Then you fix to try to make her happy. She's happy for about 50, 11 minutes. She's happy for about 50, 11 minutes. And then tomorrow she wakes up and she says, I'm not happy. (laughs) And then you back to jumping through hoops and hurdles. Oh, you're not happy about that now? Then you fix it. 50, 11 minutes. Next day. I'm not happy. (laughs) Do you get the point? This is the problem that this this, uh, situation provides our society. It's just one thing. Then they let, it's the gateway, and then you fix it. And then as soon as you fix it, you relax. Whew. Glad we fixed that. Is everybody happy? Uh, not us over here. Uh, what you want happy about? Well, we want inclusion too. We want in on this. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on for a second. Not y'all. we <laughs> were be like, no, 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 no. We just got done fixing these people's ha- issue. Yeah, but we want in too. We represent a minority community, underrepresented, and we need protection. You'd be like, it's 10 of y'all. Mm. It's 50, 11 of y'all. It ain't even that many of you people. I mean, it is what it is. Well, you want our inclusion. And then somebody does this. Somebody does this. I represent five of these uh, subsections. I'm not just black. I'm also handicapped or disabled. I'm also mentally ill. I also have a gender expression and a sexual identity. And I'm also fat. You know what I mean? You're like, <sighs> <laughs> they'd be like, "What?" It, it, now you you let you let the cat out of the bag. You let the cat out of the bag. All right, let me get over to some super chats, man. Shout out to the contributors today. What a life, man! What a time to be in. Things are changing way too fast. This is very indicative of the 1960s. Uh, Things are changing way too fast for you to actually um, get a hold of. Shout out to Monkey D. He says, Coach, you see my Eagles? I do. They look pretty good. All right. They look pretty good for now. The NFC East, you never can trust. So you got the Eagles balling out of control. You got the Giants balling out of control. First team to win seven games wins the division. All right. El Chino says, shout out to the coach gang. Oh, shout out to coach and the coach gang. I got a question, actually, how can you ever be racist in this country when, in fact, you can represent your, your you know what's funny? I actually just answering this question myself. I just asked it and answered it in my in my in my head. The The weird game is you could be one of these minorities. You could represent one of these minorities and they still find a way to call you an ism, Right. They still find a way you are like, well, you know, I'm actually one of the minorities. I represent the race category. But because you're don't agree with one of the other categories, then you're is ism no matter what. That's Marxist to the T. That's how they reel you in. I was like, I actually represent, I'm actually one of the minority people. I'm YouTube, I'm one of the protected class. <laughs> and then they come into me and say you're you're doing hate against the protected class. I'm like, mm, wait a minute. <laughs> how am I? How am I hating a protected class when I'm one of the protected class? (laughs) I'll be typing in a message to them, dear YouTube, I'm a protected class. Why am I hating? (laughs) Anyway, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. And then eventually you just either shut up, right? I'm sitting over here. I'm like this. Uh, Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? All right, anyway. El Chino, shout out to you. Rusted Junk said shout out to the coach in the coach gang. Can you please play that sloppy yogurt lady in the silver dress? Oh, you like her. I see. Is that a silver dress or white? It looks kind of silver. Uh, you guys like this hippie hippo girl, all right, with the hips. This is a classic example. of it looks better in the dress than it does without the dress. Trust me. I've had them before. Let's go ahead and take a look.
3: I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby.
0: Yeah, she looks better with the dress on. I mean, you know, because the features can be showed and displayed, right? You'd be like, oh, I like saddlebags. You know, I like hips on women. You know what I mean? But when you take that dress off, you're going to be like, all right, I'll smash, but it's going to look funny. <laughs> it's going to look funny. All right, but anyway, not saying she's ugly or anything, but as you can see, the way where it's drooping that, listen, I don't even want to get into it. It's it's not very held up very well. There's not. It's not going to look as good, but you young dudes got to find out the hard way. Shout out to Brown310 over on the Super Chat on the notorious cga channel let's get a couple of people here paypal already got me logged out bugging all right let's go over to cash app cash app cash app Pindar says without a vpn you're giving away i'm not gonna say that but appreciate you shout out to your boy scoop in the building thank you boy i'm not gonna want to give anybody any ideas all right and shout out to we'll call them i can't pronounce that it's a n live stream consistency unmatched no nobody can match Nobody can match what we're doing around here. Okay, we're doing it big. We're doing it and doing it, doing it well. All right, we get good numbers. Do me a favor, hit the like button, or we're going to get belly deli after I get all of these in. Shout out to no government name, Coach. Thanks for all that you do. You give the voice to the voiceless. Stop dissing the Giants. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right,
4: God.
0: Y'all be, uh, y'all be, how many Giant fans we have in here? Y'all out here, I haven't heard nothing from y'all in 50, 11 years. Y'all win two games. Y'all win two stinking football games and y'all back. We back, coach. We back the Giants. Look up your schedule. Don't make me pull the schedule up. Don't make me pull the Giants schedule up just so I can. Let me see here. Giants football schedule. Y'all beat the, y'all beat two Owen teams. I mean, the next people y'all gonna beat is the damn Raiders. All right, hold on for a second. I just gotta see this ish. Just just for chits and giggles. All right, who y'all play next? The Cowgirls. All right, that's a dub. The Cowboys look good. Then y'all got the ba- Oh man, this is a cupcake schedule. Then you got the Packers. It's gonna fall off the rails in October. Ravens, that's an L. Jaguars cupcake schedule. Sea Hags, cupcake. All right, who else y'all got? Sea Hags. All right, the tight, the Texans, that's a dub. The Lions? What? Who put this schedule together? Who put this schedule together? Then y'all got the Cowgirls again, the Commanders. Y'all first challenges the Eagles. Then you play the Commander. Man, who put this schedule together? That damn thing, that's Cupcake. If I've ever heard Cupcake, my God. Then y'all got the NFC Worst division coming up. All right, come on, man. I don't got no time for the Giants fans. Okay, y'all got 10 wins in there. Y'all got 10 wins. Y'all get the 10, maybe nine. If you didn't get the 10, you underachieved. All right, shout out to the Giants in the building. Uh, shout out to my friends overcharge me. He says, you missed my earlier one, Sean. I think this was one, this was yesterday, right? This is, oh, there's actually, um, hmm. relevant relevant music says, coach describing the red chip mindset. All right, dude, my friends overcharge me. Dude, you're so right again. Grandparents have been married forever. My papa used to pinch my Nana's butt. She scolded him one day. And he never did it again. Even after telling him to do it again, she confessed that she regrets ever scolding him because she misses it. All right. So is that the one you were talking about? Uh, We were talking about when when a guy, you know, uh, a guy married, he gets married. Then he starts, you know, his his wife's there. She's in her booty shorts. He slaps her booty. He grabs it. He's always kind of following her. You know what I mean? And then she one day one day because I when I was married, my wife did this to me, my then wife. Um, she snapped why you always grabbing me why you always doing this why you always doing that well that's his listen he got married to you he's always wanted to be able to grope on a woman and you just got to take that l you're there you're married you're the only sexual partner you signed up for this job he's gonna start grabbing ass now what's gonna happen is she might have been in a certain mood because women want run hot warm and cold you just never know and she was in the mood she snaps on you so then you stop okay You'd be like, okay. Now, then she runs hot again. And then she starts saying, You never progress with me. You never initiate. Why did you stop grabbing my ass? Well, yeah, I had my wife at the time. Again, I'm not trying to bury her, but all wives do this. You're treating me like a piece of meat. (laughs) What? Guys, if you've never been married, that shit. Happens to every married man. Every married man goes through that one. Why are you always groping and grabbing me? Your body. This is not your body. It's mine. If, as soon as your wife says that, it's it's about done. Unfortunately, many married women do regret even um uh, protesting that, and then they'll eventually be like, "Damn, you know," because that was the sexual attention she was getting from you, and then you basically say, "Okay, I'll back off," and and uh, you don't realize it's a shit test and you don't realize she was just in a funky mood that day. And once you stop progressing on her, then eventually she'll blame you. She'll blame you for not progressing anymore. How come you don't initiate How- guys? But you turn the guy down only so many times he's going to stop. You tell him no once most time because we do also have that no means no. No means no. You have to take when, when I say no, it means no. Okay. We've been trained to believe no means no, and there are some women that are like, well, not always no can mean yes. What what is it, ladies? You guys got to remember that uh, I I say in my opinion, don't trust the damn thing they say. You don't know, you can't trust it because they, whatever mood they're in that day, that's what they said. They could be in a different mood tomorrow. All right, we got 15,000 people in here. Let's get 100 more likes. And the way we do that is we're going to get you a little bit belly deli. We'll get to PayPal here once I figure out how to sign in. All right, but uh, let's get belly deli because it is Tuesday, and you brothers love the, being nasty boys in the building. So let's go ahead and shout her out right here.
2: What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all y'all see how scrum-diddly-um-shit it look? Ooh, baby girl, y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on, parabola. Come on, y equal x squared. Maybe cubed on some days.
0: Woo! You know, you nasty boys love a little thing. Hit that like button. Let's get the 800 likes, man. Let's get the 800 likes. Let's get the 800 what likes. What
2: really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum I'm, um, shit, it, look. Ooh, ooh, baby girl, y'all scared of a little belly, deli? Y'all scared of a little belly, deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it... I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on, parabola. Come on, y equal x squared, maybe cubed on some days.
0: I mean, the unfortunate thing about that is she's getting pipe and pipe offers. All right, so I know we want to laugh at her. All right, KT the King says on PayPal, money isn't the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. And he says, what? I got money. We teach men money is a tool. Money is just simply a tool, all right. It's like having an extra screwdriver around. We got Chairman Mo who doubled up, all right. Doubled up. He says in regards to the teacher, I'm just done. Give me three buzzers, I'll give you one. He says one because teachers, the teachers from my country in Canada. Sad to hear that. Uh, two because this happened in my hometown province of Ontario, and he says three because the school is in the town. That I grew up in. I did not go to that specific high school, but damn. Lastly, Oakville was one of the super elite and classiest towns, but now it has been affected by wokeness. Unbelievable. Let's just give that part of Ontario an L. And Canada seems to be super progressive like that. And they do tend to get hemmed up uh, by this particular issue. I think that's over the line. And he says, I grew up in Oakville. Ontario and I can't believe that the old money Apple B or Appleby, don't know what that school is, college, and Glen Oaks Golf Club social set who really runs the city would allow this kind of thing to happen. And he says, I know how classist and elitist those people can be. I'm shocked. I wish I could say more and tell you about the stories about Oakville, uh, what Oakville is really like, but I don't want to do more to identify myself and reveal my identity. Yeah, stay Bruce Wayne. All right, stay Bruce Wayne. So he knows about this area. Oh, That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird, man. We got, uh, let me see if I can say your name. Contributors here. No government name. Found a clip of you at the junior college on YouTube. All right, uh, let's see here. I I can't click straight through, so, and then I can't share it directly because then y'all be sharing something with me and then I'll get thrown off of YouTube. All right. So anyway, I can't even click this, click the link, but I'll check it out. I got it copied over there. Let me do a couple more super chats and we'll get into the show. We'll get into the show. Let me see if I skipped any brothers. We do got some more super chats in the building. All right, who is this? Nicholas N says, Coach, do you hope? Coach, do you hope you decide? I didn't, I didn't write this. I didn't <laughs> listen, I I'm bad at reading, but come on. He says, "Coach, hope you decided the Pirelli P Zeros for the 911s." He says, "Amazing tires, 911 owners as well." I love it. Okay, all right. Shout out to I. I got the I did get the P 0s I did get the P Zeros. <laughs> all right, I'm not can't tell anymore because tracking purposes. All right, where are we at here? ACDC coach got a chill with the belly deli. Uh, G Lizzo, the Glizzo in the building. She she fine as hell. Chief drum hacks. Coach, I smashed the pog just like the one in the video. I thought it was going to be fire, but it was trash. She could hold positions. She couldn't hold. She couldn't hold positions no longer than two minutes. And did she say her triple chin was smothering her? She tried to pull her legs up. I love that one when you smashing the pog. Anyway, I'm telling y'all too much. She'd be trying to hold hold her leg up. <laughs> All right. But anyway, shout out to you brothers that love y'all some big ones. Somebody hitting that somebody hitting that I actually had somebody tell me about that. They had a situation where um, I think it was a woman telling me about her friend who was overweight and uh, the dude was mounting her. I have to be careful. This is a morning show. And the dude was mounting her. And she said because she was on her back right in this position here that her triple chin started smothering her like she couldn't hold it long enough. And she was like, I was start, I couldn't breathe because my tri- her triple chin was not allowing her to breathe. I'm like, man, oh man, dude, what in the world? <laughs> I was like, that never, I never would think of something like that. I never would think that that, that, that would be a problem. And she was like, I can't breathe. And she pushed them off because her chin was smothering her. And she admitted to this. All right, let's get into the uh, story here. Let's get into the third story out of five. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, Let's see here. Where are we at? I got to unshare the screen. I got to unshare and reshare. The next story is going to be, we're going to talk about Adam Levine in the news getting ratted out. What is going on with these women ratting out men that they're having affairs with? Story number three, woman plays the victim for having an affair with a married pop star who she reveals on Instagram or TikTok to be Adam Levine. So Adam Levine is married. Okay, where are we at here? What happened to Honest 304s? The question that most men keep asking me, okay, a lot of men keep asking me, why would you pay? Right, why, uh, Neo's dealing with this situation, right? Neo's wife is calling him out for going unprotected with prostitutes. I get it, listen, that's not what you wanna do, but people would be like, why would you pay? The reason why you pay is to keep people from talking, right? So if you're Adam Levine, you have status and leverage and options. If you mess with normie chicks, which in his world, 99% of women are normie chicks. If he messes with them, then if they start running their lip, it's going to be negative, especially if you're married, right? And so uh, he might get a lot of women to throw panties at him. But he should be in a position where he's paying them off and moving them on. He should not be in a position where he's leading women on because she's a nobody and he's a somebody. He has more to lose than she has to lose. So $500 here, $1,000 here, it goes a long way. But when you mess with some woman who's having an aff- and you're having an affair, then she starts talking, then it messes up your public reputation. Okay, It's stupid. It's stupid. So um, here it is right here. Let's go through the story. Did Adam Levine cheat on wife Bahati? Bahati. I can't pronounce these names, man. Come on, man. What happened to uh Mrs. Johnson in the build? Instagram model summer Stroh claims she had a year-long affair with the singer. This is the this is the mistress. Hold on for a second. Let's make this larger. This is the mistress, and this is the wife. This is Adam Levine. I think he's uh what what bland was he in? Maroon five? Blink 82, what the hell? Mm. right, Moomeroon 5, I think is the band. All right, here's the wife, here's the girl. All right, he has a type, all right. All right, says, this love may go, soon go south. All right, just a few weeks after Bahati debuted her growing baby bump. Oh, is she pregnant? Oh, man. To reveal she and Adam Levine were expecting their third child, Instagram model Summer Stroh, Sumner, Sumner, has come out to claim that she had a year-long affair with the Voice alum. Some forty-one, is that what it is? All right. Anyway, on Monday, September nineteenth, that's yesterday, the brunette beauty, the brunette beauty. By the way, guys, this is this is an average woman. I mean, just, I'm, I'm I'm not trying to be. She's she's good-looking. Without the makeup, she's gonna be a little bit. I'm I'm gonna give her a seven. All right, but if in Kevin Samuel's words, she's either an eight or a six. I can't lean in hard on the eight. So if I'm judging by Ke- she's a six. All right, I'm not being extra critical. She's not ugly. She's not ugly. But I'm giving her an eight, eight and a half is a reach. So I can't lean in on that. I'm going seven. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going six because I can't go seven. All right, I mean, that's hard. It's hardcore, but that's what it is. All right, it's hardcore, but that's what it is. Listen, I'm still smashing. And she has nice blue eyes, but she's standard issue. She's she's stock factory issue for sure. Okay, we can't go seven. We can't go seven. Yeah, 11. Listen, the godfather himself, Kevin Samuel, said you can't give him sevens. So we got to stick on six. If you want to do 6.5, if you want to be generous, you got to give her. You got to give it to her. However, my point to this is this woman is a woman that should be in your dating realm. She's not superiorly gorgeous. She should be in your reach. However, Adam Levine is reaching towards her. That gives her a whole skewed dating marketplace that we have. She's severely skewed. The marketplace is so now I cold approach her. She's dealing with Adam Levine as a uh, concubine. Come on. Mm. (laughs) What? This is what skews the dating marketplace because Adam Levine can run through women just like this. But now when we come up to this woman, hi, how you doing, Sumner? Sumner looking at us like we crazy. We're like, what? All right, anyway, let's go ahead here. This is the problem with it. And then it says here, the BUNED Beauty posted on TikTok revealing details of their alleged tryst. Captioning the video, embarrassed I was involved with a man uh, with this utter lack of remorse and respect. Sounds like she's saying. it's
4: all Jermaine's phone. It's
0: all Jermaine's phone. She says the OnlyFans member. Oh, man. She on OnlyFans too? Good Lord. Started out by claiming she was young and naive. Oh, my goodness. Young and naive. There we go with that. When things went down, explaining I wasn't in the scene like I am now, so I definitely was very easily manipulated. Here we go. Here we go. It says right here. She then brings up screenshots of alleged Instagram DMs between herself and the singer, age 43. How old is she? Junior college age. These young girls don't want you. He's in his 40s. She's in her early 20s. Here we go. And who allegedly wrote her things like, It's truly unreal how effing hot you are. Boy, you guys can't compete, man. She also gives her version of the events, claiming that. They were seeing each other for about a year. This is going to be the video. We're going to review the video here in a second. Let's go ahead and review it now. Um, Again, this is marketing material for these people. All they have to do is part their legs and then come out, play the victim, and then they get subscribers on TikTok, OnlyFans, and Instagram. Listen, when you hear this video explanation, you're going to be like, I cannot believe people. I can't believe this shit. Let's go ahead and roll it.
3: I'm just gonna rip the bandaid off because I've retaken this like ten times now. <laughs> Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model.
0: <laughs> okay. So what does that what does that make you, ma'am? You were married I'm to a,
3: just gonna You
0: are married to a man that's married to a victorious Vitor- Victoria's Secretian model. And what does that make you? A scab, penalty skizer. At that point, he ain't marrying you. But let's go ahead and hit it. off because I've retaken this like ten times now. <laughs>
3: Essentially, I was having an affair with a man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model. At the time, you know, I was young, I was naive. And it's all Jermaine. fault. It's
0: always Jermaine's fault. One of the principles I teach you over here is that a lot of women will say they never would cheat on their partner. I would never cheat on my partner. I would never have an affair. I'm not that type of girl. When I'm in a committed relationship, I would never cheat, which could be true in our case. However, we'll say 50% of it is a lie because this is the truth about relationships. However, what they are leaving out was the time when they were the other woman. They didn't cheat on their partner. They were part of an affair in which their partner was cheating on the other woman, like the wife. And they'll leave that out conveniently. Well, have you ever been the other woman in the relationship? Have you ever been the side chick? Have you ever been the woman who knowingly had a partner that had a wife and was married? Yes. See, they leave that part out. And this woman was young. I've never cheated on my partner, but were you were you ever the other woman? Question. Ah, got y'all asses. See, a lot of women like men that are in relationships social proof. He has the look. He has the ability to commit. And a lot of times women are attracted to that. Wow. He's a good father. Wow. He's married. Wow. He's engaged. Wow. He's been in the committed relationship. <clears throat> that warms them up. That warms them up more than you walking around here, looking like uh, Samuel L. Jackson, walking up cold, approaching women that warms them up. They want the guy that has the ability to commit and they will sometimes get involved with men that have commitments. Pre-selection as they call it. Oh, it's pre-selection. He has the ability, so he's a committed type guy. I want him, I want him. Not mention the fact that he got money too. All right, wow. All right, where are we at here? I got money.
3: I got money. All right, let me see here.
0: I gotta get back to this uh, particular, where is it at here? Is this the one? This is it here, here we go. And
3: I mean, quite frankly, I feel exploited. I wasn't in the scene like I am now. Um, So I was definitely very easily manipulated.
0: Oh, my God. So she feels exploited and manipulated. Give her ass the. You can't win with these people, man. You cannot win. You can't win. She decided to do this. She was of age. She wasn't a teenager. She was in her 20s. I was young and dumb. I was manipulated. And he had power. They will they will often lean back on that one when the what she didn't get was she didn't get Adam Levine and she didn't really get the bag. So they will lean back on um, when it doesn't work out for them. This is when they do age gap. All right. So a guy's 40. She's 20. Oh, that's disgusting. He has power over her. Wait a minute. Don't you want a guy that has power? See, you got with him because he has power. But then when the power doesn't work, when the situation doesn't work, you you go back to I was manipulated. I didn't have the power. They had the power dynamic, blah, blah, blah. But you had the choice. Not Mm -hmm. only that, you had the advantage because you were sexually mature and you were at your peak sexual marketplace value. You were at your peak. You had the power to draw in a man when you were a damn nobody and he was a somebody. That's power. Okay. you basically were a Hooters waitress and this guy's a millionaire. You have the power dynamic. Not only that, if it's an affair, you have the power dynamic, no matter if it was an affair or not. You have the power dynamic in the family court, the court of public opinion. You have the in terms of pregnancy. You have the story to say you have the extreme power, but they will act like it is you that have the power and manipulate it and coerce them into a situation that they normally would not have done, even though they chose to do it for a year. I cannot tell you how crazy this world gets, but they don't want to hear this. They don't want to hear this. They constantly want to lean on this and act like we're dumb. But many people are deaf, dumb, and blind. Let's go ahead and uh, listen to the next amount of BS that she spouts.
3: Five is practically elevator music at this point. So I'm sure you know who Adam Levine is.
0: Um... What happened to the honest hoes? What happened to the hoes that won't talk? (laughs) All right. This is why you pay. See, he didn't pay her. And this is what he gets. This is his fault. This is definitely Adam Levine's fault. (laughs) Hey, the woman.
3: But Adam and I were seeing each other for about a year after I stopped talking to him over, you know, a period of months. This is uh, how he came back. Into my
0: All right. So now she's trying to frame it as I stopped the relationship. I stopped the affair. I cut it off. I broke it off. I broke it up with him. And he kept stalking me. Now he's stalking me after I cut it off. Now he wants to get back in with this message. Let's go ahead and read the message. He said, Wait, who is Balin? (laughs) Okay, look, this is her screenshot. She trying to she trying to call out, she trying to call out uh Adam Levine. Meanwhile, meanwhile, she got Balin in the building. She got take her medication, reminder, Ocelia. What is that? That's probably some head med medication. All right, she got her daddy. She got her daddy down here texting her. And then she got Adam Levine. What is, what is Ocella? I guarantee you that's a medication. Hold on for a second. It's a, it's a medication. It's a hormone. It's a medication. It is. I told you, what did I say? What did I do? Coach Davis is on it. <laughs> Reminder, take your medication. <laughs> it's birth control. Uh, the medication is combined, a combination of two hormones uh, and estrogen. And a progesterone, progesterone, whatever the hell that is. She take. oh my God. It's these people. You can't win with these people, bro. You can't. You can't win. She got, she posted this for millions of people. What is wrong with people? What's next? What does she got on the next, man? I'm tired of people. I know how to, I know what's what. So she posted this to take your damn, I guarantee you there's another reminder. Take that mental health meds under there. And then she got another dude. It worked. It hurts. Poor Balin. It hurts worse today when I drive Baylin getting put out. And then she screenshots. There's Adam Levine. So guys, you're Baylin. You're in the friend zone. It's a period stopper. It's a period stopper. It prevents ovulation. It prevents ovulation. Hold on for a second. Oh. <laughs> Poor Balin's in the friend zone. Oh, hi. She's oh, I got this very cool curl. Her name is Sumner. She's an Instagram girl. We're kind of talking, you know. Balin's in the friend zone. All right. And he's having conversations and he thinks he's working it via text. He took the text game coach. All right he's got a text game coach all right say this to her say that meanwhile Adam Levine's in her inbox and why is she trying to stop her damn period bruh oh man this is actually incredible all right what does she say Adam Levine's in here doing okay serious question I'm having another baby and if it's a if it's uh with boy and I swear I can't read well, but some of y'all people can't type well, even no news articles. He says, and if it's white boy, is it a white boy? If it's white boy, what what does that mean? I really want to name it Sumner, which is her female name. He wants to name the boy. Here we go. Hey, black folk. You guys are always insensitive about me talking about you. When I've been going in on white folks, naming these people, last names, I want you to listen clearly. Sometimes you miss it. When I diss other people, I've been dissing people, especially white people and suburban people for naming people, last names. Sumner is a last name. Here we go again. Now Sumner's a trans name. (laughs) Now Sumner's a boy, a girl name and a boy name. What is going on with y'all people? And She's saying Adam Levine's reaching back out after she shut him off. I doubt it for months because she was the side chick and was getting ran through. He was skeeting in her, but obviously she got the period stopper. She can't get pregnant because she's on period stoppers, okay? Mm. And now we got the unisex last name. Adam Levine wants to name his baby boy after his side chick. You can't make this up. And he gives her the emoji like this. Are you okay with this? Dead serious. Adam Levine, you catches a big old fat L. You catches a big fat L on this one. Dude, this is what tells you men with money don't necessarily mean that they're doing the best out here. This this fool is going to name his son after a female side chick. (laughs) What are we doing? And she roasting his ass. By the way, he needs to be roasted for that. Okay,
3: serious question. I'm having another baby, and if it's a boy.
0: These are some of your daughters out here, guys. These are your daughters. Boy, would you have a daughter, this is your daughter. Hi, darling. Daddy's down here. Hi, darling. Hi, sweetheart. Hi, princess. Then she got Balin in the friend zone with the thunder, the thunder cock over here. She She got the thunder cock. He got that lightning thunder cock over there. He is in the friend zone. And he competing with Adam Levine and she get reminder to take her period stopper. Mm. All right, let me continue here. Sorry.
3: I really uh want to name it Sumner. You okay with that? Dead serious. Um <sighs> I was like, I'm in hell. Like I have to be in hell at this
0: point. <laughs> this is the highlight of her fucking life. <laughs> Just a highlight of her life, bro. I mean my morals were
3: unknowingly compromised. I was Oh
0: my god. Dude, I, I'm sorry for stopping the video. Her morals were unwillingly compromised. You guys think this is a game out here. You guys think this is a game. This is this is classic. This is narcissism. I don't even know what this is. You think this is a game. No responsibility. She slept with the married man for a year. And now she's out here because she didn't get the bag. Oh, at this point.
3: I mean, my morals were unknowingly compromised. I was completely manipulated. I didn't handle this privately. I never wanted to come forward because obviously I know the implications that come with doing what I do. Making money the way I do and being an Instagram model.
0: And an OnlyFans model, you forgot about that. And on Seeking Arrangements, I can almost guarantee you.
3: Um, So being tied to a story like this, it's like, I know the stereotypes.
0: She dead on the inside, bro. This person is dead, dead, dead. (laughs) She got no soul. None. And she's probably no more than 25. She done.
3: I had sent... I sent some screenshots recklessly to a few friends I thought I trusted. And one of them had attempted to sell to a tabloid.
0: Um, nah, no, 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 so no, no. Right. that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's like when women get on dating apps. My friend started this profile for me. I was unaware of what's going on on Tinder. And they said, try it. And they grabbed my phone and they started posting multiple selfies of myself. <laughs> mm. And uh they filled all the offers. I don't look at any of them. You know how women say that on a dating app? Uh, I didn't know anything about it. I was actually, you know, in a relationship for 50, 11 years. And my friends started a profile for me. And they started posting all my pictures. Full of it. So now she's saying she needs to come out ahead of the story because her friend wanted to sell a tabloid uh, about this one. Nah, I ain't buying it, bro. I ain't buying it. Somebody says right here, Alana says it's no secret he was married for a decade. The only victim here is his wife and children. Lowe says, I was completely manipulated by a man I knew was married. The jokes write themselves. So the women are coming out against this one. Thank God. Danielle says, sending love to his wife, the children, and the only wife and children. Here is a woman says, I was manipulated. A married man called me hot. Please feel sorry for me. Damn. Here's a girl right here. I quote, I was young. Quote, it was last year. But you knew he was married. Victoria says, did I miss the apology or is there that in another video? Oh, man, they going in on her. It, uh, L says his wife just posted his her baby bump four days ago. Another woman, quote, I didn't get anything out of it anymore, so I guess I'll expose him. Wow, hey. wow, wow, wow. So, hey, man, hey, hey, check this out. So we think that it's really out of hand, but a lot of women are exposed. Listen, women called out, women know manipulative behavior better than anyone. So at least, at least there's hope out here that they know, they know the game. They know what this is about. So, uh, but unfortunately most men don't know what it's about and she'll get sponsored. She'll find another guy and she'll do this cluster B personality, uh, stuff to another guy. She'll forever be doing this all of her life. This is the problem with becoming an Instagram model, a TikTok model, and an OnlyFans model cuz you're forever in that lane, you're not coming out. By the way, we're going to talk about that in the next story. Let's see here. Absolutely insane. Insanity. All right, next story is going to be the main event and we got a story after that. Hit the like button in the building. The Jezebel spirit is real. The spirit of Lilith is real. If you choose the lane of being only in selling sex in any way, that's where you're stuck. You're going to be forever Delilah. Man. Bachelorette contestant. Here's another example of this. Says she slept with over 700 men. But you know what's coming next. Okay. Let's read the story. Let's react to the story. Reactions are popular. Sex addict (laughs) who slept with more than 700 men reveals the night she hit rock bottom. And how she would prowl for random guys at the supermarket as she admits her biggest regret. I'm curious to know what the biggest regret is. Let's go ahead and take a look at who this woman is. Let's scroll down real quick to get a quick, quick look at uh, this is the sloppy yogurt here, age 38 years old. Now she's realized she's had her fun. Now she's looking for something serious. Now, cold approach, guys. This is what I've been warning about the cold approach theory. As you'll hear in this story, this is her again. As By the way, she's dressed kind, somewhat modestly in a summer dress here. She doesn't look like a a, a 304. She's somewhat of a plain Jane. But what I've been warning you about is when a guy tells you to approach X amount of people in a day to get your numbers up. We all know that this is fraudulent behavior, but it is what it is. Eventually, one will relent. What I've been saying is the one that relented was somebody that would have opened her legs to anyone, especially in the places that you're going to try to find these women. You cold approach, you cold approach, you find success. Oh, I finally got this one and I worked the game. I worked the system. This woman's going to prove to you that she was on the prowl herself. And you just happened to be right place in the right time. Statistically, it's a numbers game. Remember, it's a numbers game. Well, numbers game wise, both of you whores ended up in the same spot. (laughs) Right. And you were like, oh, you down? I'm down. I want to be down. And you just got lucky. No game worked on her. You're going to feel you're going to read real fast. There was no game that worked on her. She was looking for you. All right. This is her right here. And uh, you know what's coming next. This is her right here. Uh, As you can see here in this look here, she kind of fits in. So she would be in a six category. Okay. She ain't, she, if I have to skip seven, she's in the six category. I'm not putting her in an eight. No, I'm not putting her in an eight. But these women are all glammed up and, there she is. So, as you can see, at some point in her life, she fit in with a characteristic game of, I don't know, what does he even call that? Now she's 38. Let's go ahead and read this story here. It says right here A reform sex addict who slept with more than 700 men has revealed how she hit rock bottom when a partner turned violent. Of course, God damn.
4: And it's all main fault. It's always
0: Jermaine fault. It says right here. Partner turned violent during a terrifying encounter, and she now runs empowerment boot camps mm-hmm. to help others beat their addiction. Okay, so that's what scared her off. Somebody tried to take the peace leap from her or beat her up. Yeah, when you get to 700, that's probably going to happen, just like an STI. Her name is Belinda Love. Her Her nickname is Love. Riger, or Riger, a former Bachelor contestant, also confessed Her wild lifestyle put a strain on her friendships because she would ditch her mates on nights out so she could have casual segs and even tried to hook up at the local supermarket. There you guys go again. There's your numbers game. So if it's about it, it's not about game. It's about you just met the right person at the right time. And she opened her legs and that's what she does on a regular. Speaking of Daily Mail Australia, Mrs. Rygear said her out of control addiction It's always an addiction can't do she take meds for this came to a head when one of these men became abusive damn I, i'm i'm tired I, I this is why i'm fatigued after shows it's always the same tropes it's always the same excuses it's always the same bullshit it is all it's always no accountability no nothing it's just blame him oh my goodness well one of these men became abusive but was uh was later told she couldn't press charges because she had scratched the man while defending herself all uh, the police was like nah Sean, i ain't believing this shit shun <laughs> the police are like, nah, son. No, oh, in Australia. Nah, mate. Nah, mate. Well, you were the one probably being abusive. Obviously, he was the one left with the scratches. Uh, quote, when he pushed me down the stairs and locked me in the garage, I had a black eye and they uh, thought my hand was broken. She recalled of that dreadful night, but they didn't press no charges. Mm. Patriarchy and misogyny. Oh, by the way. We pronounce it misogyny over here for the people who are trying to correct my English. It was pretty bad. I went to work, and they sent me home. The police came, and they said because he had scratches on his arm from my ring, after I tried to get him off of me, uh, we could both go to jail for domestic violation, and that's rightly so, all right? Because you can't figure out who's the ab- uh, aggressor or the abuser. It says my, wait a minute, what is this over here? What is this over here? All right, this ad's running says right here, this incident marked a turning point and encouraged me to unpack her emotions along with her perceptions of love and sex. Quote, this journey. Mm. This journey, it's always a journey, isn't it? Oh, I'm going on this journey and this journey of being a 304 for my whole life. It's finally got me to realize I'm a good woman. I know my worth now. Somebody says crazy bug eyes. Uh, people, women in Australia typically have googly eyes. All right, that's how I describe it. They're kind of googly all the time. Like they'll have, they'll be fine, but their eyes will be be like quite googly. Like they kind of kind of off, just offset and kind of wild and big and googly is what I call it. All right, this journey has led to her launching her own healing bootcamp. They're always going to go through that healing where she teaches self-esteem, I can't get to a news article. I can't. Uh, uh. Stealth, as Cat Williams said, self-esteem is given by yourself. You can't teach self-esteem. Self-esteem is self. She teaches self-esteem and how to establish healthy, respectful relationships. A 304 is going to teach you how to establish healthy sexual relationships. Quote, that was my turning point, I thought. I have to help myself. That's where the journey began. And it was a very quick transformation. She went cold turkey. Once you decide to change, it happens very quickly. She kicked the 304 habit, cold turkey. As we know, it's not gonna work. No.
1: And that's the you. TV
0: star and SEGS educator started counseling. Mm. No. This stuff, dude. This what, what did Kevin used to say? This you can't make this ish up. It's starting to write itself. I want you to look at all these red flags. These are red flags. She started counseling and self development work in order to be uh, better understand the psychology behind her compulsive behavior. Unreal. Having a coach that called me out and it took a coach, it took a coach to call out your three o four ness. Having a coach that called me out and held me accountable made me dig deeper. I didn't even know I had an addiction until I healed my trauma. Aye, aye, aye. As she followed the road to recovery. Uh, by the way, do men have this addiction too? Can men have this? Can men go out there and say, well, I kept piping down all of these holes? I needed some recovery and I finally figured it out. I'll just pipe up half the hose, all right? As she followed the road to recovery, this woman did some serious soul-searching as she worked through her complicated childhood and avoidant attachment personality. Of course, here we go right here. Let's go ahead.
4: It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault.
0: Of course, it was her childhood and this and that and her mother and her daddy wasn't there and reflecting on the years of a of active addiction she confessed segs was constantly on the top of my mind even when she was at the supermarket these are your targets i would go grocery shopping and would think to myself oh i wonder if he would be interested that's not normal however the majority of her conquests were men and occasionally women That she would find at bars and nightclubs on nights out. Okay, so girls nights out. Your wife wants to go out. I would never go out and hook up. This is the hookup joint. This is when you cold approachers and you dudes think you're running game worked. I ran game on her, son. I held masculine frame and I hit her with this and she objected to that. And I hit her da, 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 da and she was parting her legs. You didn't do nothing, son. All you were were the best option for that night. And you were one in the you were one of many. So your game game does not work. You just found the scab pinley skeezer that was willing to just go ahead and relent. All right, you're the best option. Let's go. I've said this way years in advance. I've said that about game. Okay. It wasn't the game that worked. Here's another prime example. Bars and nightclubs, you approach, she said yes. Boom. And you followed up many dudes. You followed up dudes from that day. And then you patted yourself on the back and said you had game, okay? Mm. Quote, I was never self-aware. The minute I was out, I was like, where's a hot guy? Quote, sex is the only addiction I fell for because it made me feel loved. No, love is really what I lacked in my life. No, 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 no. Maybe love for yourself. And by the way, this is a person that you probably wouldn't put in the skeezer category. But if you know, you know. Looking back on the what, hold on for a second. Looking back on the way her life used to be, Mrs. Ruggiero said one of her biggest regrets was being the other woman in a relationship. There's Coach Adamas. She was a mistress a couple of times, and at the time found the idea of a man, quote, willing to ruin his marriage to be with me quite thrilling. There's coach once again with the teaching points. I've been telling you, a woman will say, I will never cheated on my partner, but on the back end. They've been the mistress, and they don't mention that part because they compartmentalize those two activities. And then she's also saying social proof, or she's also saying pre-selection. Hey, I found these guys attractive because they had another mate, and it was a little bit, oh, wow, this guy actually has a wife and a committed relationship and a family. I like that guy more. Yeah, somebody said victory music. Again, dude, I tell you the truth over here, bro. And she's trying to pass this buck. She passing the buck, passing the buck. It wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. All right, Um. it says right here. This is the one thing I'm not proud of, she confessed, adding that these men usually ended up leaving their wives anyway for other reasons. Again, passing the buck. Well, they were unhappy at it anyway. It wasn't me. I wasn't the homewrecker. When things are driving... When things are driving you so badly, you're willing to hurt other people. That was probably my lowest point, she said, of these affairs. But it's part of her history. There she is right here. It's part of her history. It is who she is. By the way, that's the thousand rooster stare right there. <laughs> One ha- She's got more to say. One habit Mrs. Ruggiero have has observed that many people are sex addicts in particular is the belief that love is a competition or a challenge that must be won. Um, so she's, that's the one honest thing she said. I think people are addicted to love. This toxic attitude is one of the reasons why she is so determined to continue her work promoting healing and recovery. Despite the trolling and hate mail she receives as a woman who speaks openly about her addiction. I can understand that. The judgment and the trolling, hold on for a second. Let's go ahead and play the music here. The judgment and the trolling and the hate you get for being honest about your addiction is endless. endless. It's the fact that you're passing that buck, ma'am. It's not that you're in the attic. It's that you're not accepting responsibility. Her openness about her old life. Mm. Oh, now she's like, that was my past. My past doesn't matter. Has encouraged men to send her lewd photos and ask for sex. Yeah, they're like, it's my turn now. And she often receives unsolicited messages detailing really unusual fantasies. These guys. Just because I've had over 700 men doesn't mean you're going to be one of them. What does she say here? Oh, guys. All right. uh, Let me see. There's one thing I wanted to point out here. I got to read the rest of this. Do I? Yes, I do. I'm almost there. But there's another article I got to point out something critical. He says, for those struggling with SEX or porn addiction, Mrs. Ruggiero or Rygear said, understanding your own, Defects of character and relationship styles is uh, crucial. Yes, I agree. You have to heal the hurt. Love yourself. Understand your attachment style and love language to heal. She said of the lessons she teaches in boot camp. This is, again, a teacher. The transformations I give my clients are phenomenal. By the way, if you want to pick up women, go to her boot camp. Mm. (laughs) They go from a place of no one will ever love me. I'm unattractive to getting married and having babies within a year. Oh, Mm
1: that's you within a
0: year so somebody wipes up these 304s right and impregnates them here's the one that i wanted to point out here says right here conversely belinda is determined to delay wait a minute hold for a second let me let me make sure let me read this belinda who emerged from the bachelor australia in 2017 with a large number of sexual partners claims that she is not ashamed of her sexual history okay belinda Belinda's addiction to meeting men reached its height before the advent of dating apps when she would go out to bars and clubs six nights a week, okay? Conversely, Belinda is determined to delay her strong sexual urge until she's in a committed relationship with someone before claiming that she still has a high sex drive. She said, she said,
1: And that's
0: you she said what happened where did all the men go she also said she also said she also said
3: okay so this is for all of my single over 30 people is anybody else just over this hookup culture i mean i get it i'm i'm online i'm trying all these things but like what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there at all?
0: I don't know. Help me out. She also said, I respect
2: any man who can heal a heart he didn't break and raise a child he didn't.
0: Yeah, that's what she said she also said that's you (laughs) she also said this is what she also said
3: i just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb i am too horny to be single someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up
0: yeah that's what she said that's what she said she said she continued by saying Quote, men are extremely good at giving me what I want to hear, giving me what I want to hear. And more than having sex, it was about feeling beautiful and validated and loved. Oh, man. What a fantastic story. God, boy, that's somebody' future wife. She said, bruh, she's like, I'm hotter than average. This is what she said before that. i'm just trying to that's what she said then she said
1: um and here's a secret that many guys don't know especially in today's day and age is that women love nice guys <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems uh I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long term partners, a.k.a. nice guys. Right. And that's you.
0: I mean, listen, this is why I play these memes over and over again, because I want to hammer the point home. It's always the same story, and they're looking for one gump to slip. That's all they need. Let's get to the Super Chats. All they need is one dude to fall for it, and they win the lottery. One dude out of 700 dudes that got them guts. That's all they need to do. So when you guys say you need to play new memes, no, I don't. I don't need to play new memes. They This is tells the story right here. I give you a new story, and then I follow it up, with these tropes. And I follow it up and I match it and say, that's the exact same thing. All they need is one. Somebody said a greasy gump. All right, let's get over to the super chats. We'll start on super chats first. Rusted Junk, she is selling certified pre-owned peace Leave a total flim flam. 700. And she said over 700. She don't even know the exact number. And she's selling it again. Repackage, repackage. Somebody says, I love these memes just fine. Yes. I don't need to keep searching TikTok for stupid stuff. This is it. Uh, ACDC, she got black snake moaned because she's a prolific 304. I know. Gosh, think about think about the 700, not even on my best years. Java says, what's coming next is, yep.
1: And that's he you. He says, hit me with the. So I could focus on my she career. also had to
0: focus on my career with the boot camp thing, too. Which, is, which was more marketing. Stone Temple Pilot says, support the show. You saving lives. Yes, indeed. All right. Blue Baggins says she said it was all Jermaine's fault, and I believe her after all the manipulation. Oh my god.
4: it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always
0: Jermaine's fault. Henry Resilient and women complain about teachers with BBL's teaching. She gave the BBL teacher over. Uh, give me the BBL teacher over the perv. I'm I'm taking that Dominican, Puerto Rican chick with that curviness. All right. Shout out to all the super chatters. Appreciate y'all for being here, contributing to today's show. We got uh, over on Cash App. We'll do Cash App demo then PayPal. Cash is app. Uh, Bryant Horsley back in the building. Did I get you, brother? Thank you for being here. I think that's again. He doubled up. All right. Mr. Tyree is in the building. Research the woman who slept with 919 men in seven hours. That's reprehensible behavior. Man, we're going to call you Loki says just the son husband supporting the show. All right. Shout out to the son husbands. You're a victim of circumstance and uh, you're a victim of a community mindsets that keeps pandering to you, protecting your mom more than your mate. And your mom will sabotage your relationships. All right. Your mom will sabotage any new women coming into your life. Um, or sometimes she protects you, sometimes she does. She'd be like, You gotta get rid of this one, but sometimes when she says you gotta get rid of that one, it's for nefarious reasons. All right, uh, let me see. I got a couple more PayPals getting up here, no government name. All right, uh, that was you telling me about the clip on YouTube Shorts. By the way, if you're a content creator, it's time to get involved. If you ever want to be a content creator, one of the biggest lanes about to open up for you is that's the promotion of YouTube shorts and the monetization of YouTube shorts in order for YouTube to compete with TikTok. It is coming up. Instagram, Instagram's competing with OnlyFans. So we're going through a, it's kind of like when the airlines go through a war, right? The airlines start trying to compete with each other on pricing the customer benefits. Like, so if you're a content creator, you're going to benefit with social media sites trying to compete with each other. YouTube's going after TikTok. Instagram's going after TikTok and OnlyFans. So Instagram's instituting subscriptions. It's going to mostly be 304s, right? That's what it's going to be. So if you want to be a content creator, it's your time now. Chance says you should have a show in the middle of the country so it's beneficial for the whole coach game. He says it would be able to hold uh, 3,000 people. Show in the middle of the country. All right. Uh, Shout out to you. Uh, I'm trying. Do people in Kansas watch me? Is that what you mean the middle of the country? All right, who we got here? Do we have any sponsors? Nope, that's not. I thought it was a sponsor, but it's not. No government name. Coach, can we still buy the free agent lifestyle shirt like you were wearing today? Bachelor at 50. No, it's all gone. All right, this one, man. I'm trying to really fine tune my, my um, what do you call it? My merchandise, but uh, some, some work better. This is an old one. And uh, I don't keep inventory, so that's the problem. I don't have enough to keep inventory and lose out. So we got a new style shirt. All right. Kalen Ferguson or Kalen F says, women will always want to claim that they had half sexual morality over men. However, they love to sleep with another man's husband. They don't think about the wife when they're sleeping with the husband. Women hurt other women too. And most of their hurt comes from other women. And then they blame us, (laughs) right? You guys know what I'm talking about, ladies. And he says, marriage is and will forever be a woman's orbit. Once you cheat on her, you will be in trouble. If she cheats on you, not so much. So you got to be careful. Uh, KT, the king, says, have you stopped to think of the irony of the statement made by women, girls mature faster than boys, which which has been disproved recently, but it's taken a lot of us to push back on that. And, quote, I was young and dumb. Yes, that I mean, listen, the stuff we believed in, before I continue, the stuff that we believed in, girls are more mature than boys, girls age and mature faster than boys, uh, girls are smarter than men. I mean, women are smarter than men. Most of these things we just ran with it. And more likely than not, if you dispute it with evidence, a simp will come in, a simp will come in like this. Uh, one gump will come in will coach and they'll come in with the happy wife happy life she wears the pants and women mature more they'll come in and tap dance that and i will say where was your proof when you initially learned that because every time i look up ST, sat scores that doesn't reflect when i look at maturity oftentimes wa- watch this watch this let me let me show you this when i look at maturity in public yeah there's some dumbass dudes out here but overwhelmingly we accept this type of behavior, more likely than not, and then we try to capitalize on this behavior. How many times have you been through the, your college years, your your high school years, your college years, and into adulthood, and you've seen this scene right oh
3: my here? Hi, girl, jo- I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love <gasps> Josie. <laughs> Josie,
4: you're
0: That supposedly is the sexist, misandrous idea of women mature more than men right there. And then they'll just write it off. Well, I was drunk and I was young and dumb and I was, uh, wait a minute. I thought you mature faster. <laughs> now, overwhelmingly, you will find that girls in a social setting behave better because security, because image, like when, when you're in middle school, all right, class, settle down. Here come the girls. Hi teacher. Hi, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Look at the boys still acting dumb. Look at them still talking about their score touchdowns in physical education class. Look at them still talking about and hyper. Look at them, but look at us. See, the girls are doing better than you. They mature and they're smarter than you. No, they get scared socially. It represents them socially because they don't want to be the one dumbass girl talking about going in on the guys. The girls are so much mature. See, these are all lessons that we learn with no evidence. And the only evidence is how people behave socially. Well, see, the girls are more mature than the boys. No, socially, they lose if they're the dumbass. Boys don't lose socially if they're the dumbass, right? They're like you, the duck. You see what I mean? It's just manipulation. And there's stories that tell you your daughter as a baby learns to how, how to manipulate you. Is that smart? You can say that's smart, but that's just survival. So your daughter knows when she's a baby to look at you, to pout. <laughs> right? And then they learn that for years and years and years, manipulation. And then you're like, okay. More spankings happen with young boys than girls. Boys get spankings all the way until their early teens. Girls stop getting spankings at age two. Girls don't get disciplined as much because they like, oh, I'm sorry. You see what I mean? So that's not smart. That's manipulation. And then we run with it and we use that misandrous idea that girls mature more, despite the fact that they'll lean on the young and dumb. And then we also run with the idea of misandry of girls are smarter than boys. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. What? And then if I say the opposite, as a matter of fact, the data shows us. When it comes to performance in the classroom, it's no, not even close, especially when you throw math and science. And then what do they say? misogyny? Mm. Or they start making excuses. Well, it's because our brain is in malfunction. And- <laughs> they start hitting you with the how dare you, which my sound effect is gone. You see what I'm saying? And then one simp will bring his ass over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh. You guys just hate women. You guys just hate. You guys just, this is just, as a matter of fact, in my In my day, and he has no evidence. (laughs) One dude will come in here and walk his ass over. Happy wife, happy life, dude. (laughs) He just got to come over here and shuffle. And call us names and all this bitter, hurt, virgin stuff. When we're just trying to protect this idea, because eventually the women are smarter than men turns to I was young and dumb. You see what I mean? You see this? You can't, they play both ways. And that's called manipulation. That's called, I was in my younger days. I didn't know any better. I didn't know. I thought you were mature. Which one is it? Pick one. But we don't allow women to pick one. We just let them just go on both sides. I'm over here today. Wait a minute. And then they are 38. Ran through seven hundred men, and then they finally got on a journey to discover themselves. Mm-hmm. Which one is it? You smarter than us? Or are you just figuring life out at forty? Huh? Starter husband? I'm gonna have a starter husband file everything up, and then I'll realize who I am later. And it's the Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. Which one is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 come on man all right let me stop kt the king was preaching it here shout out to you i was just following up on that so he says translation girls physically mature faster than boys that's what it is and after making poor life choices women look to absolve themselves of accountability yes indeed shout out to you all it is is physical maturity and that cannot be disputed you take you go to middle school you go to the first two years of high school it's not even close you look at prom and homecoming pictures because the, my kids are that age now. OK, the the boys are not there yet. Physically, they're not there. Yet. The girls want to get dressed up and wear their heels and they want to do their hair and makeup. The boy barely brushes his hair and he barely puts his suit on. Right. And he, and he got freaking uh, sneakers as shoes. And that was before sneakers as shoes was popular. <laughs> right. They were like, I ain't wearing no slippery ass shoes. Now, if you go to the hood, it's the hood damn Olympics. Everybody's broke. You ever see the hood prom pictures? You ever see the hood prom pictures where the dude went all out and he got tailor-made suit, right? And the girl got her ass hanging out and they got, she got her tongue. She got her head. She got her hair thing on top. And they be dressed. The dude got his slippery shoes on. He got the suit. And then the background of the picture. It looked like they are in some ramshackled ass midwestern town or a country bunking ass town, somewhere in the middle of Birmingham, in between Tuscaloosa and Birmingham. And cars all parked on the lawn. Mm. He said Challenger in the background. Chall- Challenger parked on the lawn in the background. <laughs> and then you go in, bro. Like, what is this? All right, everybody in Gary Indiana Mad Now. For real, though, you looking at it? Like, what kind of prom is this ish? Like, this looked like this about to be a disaster. You know they got the damn, <laughs> in the middle of Tupelo, Mississippi, they got the whole damn paneling, all the damn, <laughs> all the houses all ramshackle, boarded up in the background, but they dressed to the nines. They dressed to the nine, he got white shoes on. He dressed up. He got the cummerbund. Middle of Memphis, she got a damn head thing on the top of her hair weave. Booty hanging out. You looking like what kind of prom is this, bro? Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. anyway. I'm like they spent their whole they spent their whole budget on this prom. A Challenger limousine. And it's always gray and smoky in the background, like somebody smoking a blunt in the background. Yeah, Sean, boy, you look like a player in the back. You're going to get them girls today, boy. you going to get some – going to get some tail tonight. Player, <laughs> player, play, get in here, young boy. You ready? No, Yo, man, that's how I used to look back when I was in high school, Sean. I used to get all the sunnies, man, and the slimmies and the thick girls, man. You remind me of me when I was a player smoking a new poor – Yeah, (laughs) Uh, you know what they look like in the background? Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. What's his name? Let me see here. I got to find him. I I can't think of his name. We just did a story on him. I can't even think of the dude's name. He was the dude in Memphis with all them straggle daggles on the porch. What was this dude's name? He was the rapper's. He was was Young Dolph's cousin. I'm going to show you when I pull it up. All right, I'm going to show you what the prom picture looking up. Hold on. for Somebody tell me. What's the dude's name? Young Dolph's cousin. I did a story on him with all the baby mamas. All right, I can't even think. Y'all can't think about it. I can't think. Jay Fizzle? That was his name? Jay Fizzle. Okay, hold on for a second. Jay Fizzle. This is what the prom picture. Oh, wait, let me see here. Baby moms. I did a story on this one. Let me see if I can pull it up. Ah yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hold on for a second. It's going to crash my computer pulling it up. All right. Hold on for a second. This is what the prom picture looked like right here. (laughs) This is what the prom picture looked like right there. (laughs) Oh, Sean, you got them, Sean. Yeah, man, you be getting them. It be looking like this right here. This is what the girls' dresses look like. Mm. This is what they look like right there. That's what the prom picture. The porch don't got the, the porch is missing two stairs in the middle. It's four stairs, but stairs number two and three are missing. You gotta skip all the way up, and it's bricks and it's all kind of litter and trash under the porch. <laughs> yep. Yep. And the girls, this is the prom dresses for the girls right here. This is what it looks like right there. And you like, damn, what kind of ish? And they rolling up blunts in the side. They rolling up this sticky, icky. you like, man, what kind of ish? And they posted it all on YouTube. I'm sorry, they posted it all on Facebook. All on Facebook. This is what the girls look like. All right, let me stop. Let me stop. KT the King, you was in there preaching, bro. You in there preaching, but, you know. We this is what we do here. All right, we got everybody over on uh, we got everybody on Venmo, Cash App. We got everybody on Cash App. Let's see if we got everybody on PayPal. And then let me check the super chats. All right, so let me see here. What a weird world we live in, right? Uh, somebody says, uh, rusted junk. I got you. Rational irrationality says, when in doubt, whip it out. Okay. I got money. It depends on who you are. Somebody says, screen door all busted. They got a pit bull all in the background. Just he in the back. Nissan Altimas and Dodge Challengers everywhere. Don't worry, man. We got the suburban guys. But again, the point of that one is women mature physically more than men, faster than men. In the early point between grade seven and grade 10 or 11, there's a great maturity uh, physically of them. And then you have a great expectation of them uh, to mature mentally and mentally in a social setting. They're good. All right. But they're going to lean on manipulation. Men, people are manipulating them. They're young and dumb. like, come on, man, we can't have it both ways. Let me give you this story right here. This is going to go to you brothers who like women with tattoos. All right. Women with tattoos. Oh man. We're going to talk about this one because somebody shared something on my CoachGregAdams.Locals.com, which is the member's content. I've been talking about this for quite a long time. Tattoos, obviously, in nature, animals reveal how poisonous they are based on the colors they, they display. We talked about the idea of women in tattoos being a little bit more acceptable in our culture today. And it's actually hard to find women without tattoos. All right, it's very difficult today, especially if you're dating. Most of them be having, like, crazy tattoos on there. And I'm always looking. I'm like, that's why you're single. Like, you don't put two and two together. Not many people want marked women. Okay? Not many people like marked women. And and what you'll do is you'll subconsciously have this indicator of, wow, there's something about her. Now, some men will have a fetish or an indicator of that's acceptable. You'll say, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with them. And I will say that some of the coolest women are women that have tattoos. Like. They don't have this defense mechanism that, uh, what do we call them, prudes would have. Let's just say prudes. Prudes have something they're trying to uphold a standard about themselves. Women with tattoos don't have that standard anymore to uphold, so they're kind of on the fringe anyway. So in a conversation, you'll be cool with them. They'll be more cool. And, oh, man, she's cool. But that's the trap. Mm. That is the trap. Let's show you this data. Oh, by the way, here for people who want to know, because I'm new to a lot of people, I've covered these topics relentlessly to hammer home the point about this. Here's uh, if you look me up. uh, Ever since 2018, 2019, I've been talking about this. All right. Even on the Ask Coach Greg Adams channel channel, should I get a tattoo to get these hotties? dotties? Should I marry a woman with tattoos? Generation Z and tattoos on the live stream. My 18-year-old daughter wants more piercings on the Ask Coach Rick Adams channels. That was eight months ago. Should I date my single mother tattooed coworker? The red flag stream. Okay, so I've been touching touching about red flags and tattoo to me is a major red flag, all right? If you are intuitive, if you are instinctive, a woman with tattoos are a major red flag, okay? It should be red flag number one. If they have, and I've actually went through and did a stream, which I've deleted, on the type of tattoos, the discrete tattoo. What does that mean? The Helter Skelter tattoos, meaning they don't make any sense. She got a tattoo right here. She got a tattoo right here. She got a tattoo on her ass. She got the tramp stamp. She got a tattoo on her leg. That's Helter Skelter. They don't make sense. They're not very much well designed. What does that mean? And then I have the body art tattoo. What does that mean? Okay. What does that mean? It means something. And let's show you the data. All right. You want to see the data? We always come with proof here. Pause. It says right here, our tattoos again. Again, Generation Z culture seems to have bra- embraced this, but what they don't have, let me just say this this is important. Young millennials and Generation Z have gone to the route of, hey, this is normal. As a matter of fact, half of Generation Z and millennials have tattoos, especially women. Half of women in that age group have tattoos. Now, Somebody's going to say it's acceptable now. However, you haven't been through the 35 and up years. Like you haven't been through now you're in a responsible adult. Now you got to go to the PTA meetings. Now you want to change and be involved in politics. Now you want to go into an upper echelon of class, right? You haven't had that leap yet. So therefore, since you haven't had that leap, you don't have the understanding of, oh, wow, now I'm a mature adult. How does this affect me? How do people judge me in a mature adult setting? It always happens it always happens when you are a a regular normie Gen Z girl or young millennial and you get a tattoo on your shoulder. You're like, what's the big deal? Cuz when I go to the club it's fine, but then you get invited to a wedding. And on the back of your scapula is a tiger this big, bigger than my head on the back of your scapula. But you got to wear as a bridesmaid, you got to wear a strapless dress. Now you look like a scab peeling skeezer. I don't care what generation you in. Everybody at that wedding is going to look like. That is disgusting. You're going to look like trailer park trash. You're going to look. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to look like the biggest piece of trailer park trash, quoting my man, Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, no, no. That's the rock. Who said that? No, that was stone cold. You're going to look like the biggest piece of trailer park trash there is. You're going to be like, oh, 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 like, why would you do that? People start asking you, why would you, why, why would you put that on you? Like, you know what I mean? You didn't realize as an adult you, or they tattoo their knuckles. I'm starting to watch see women with tattoos on their knuckle. You got tattoos on your knuckle and you can't even tell what it is. Like, it's kind of like, you know, whatever shaded in. And it's some spelling like, okay, you're 22 now. Okay. But you realize those are your hands. (laughs) 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 Like you, you're always going to have that on your hands, bro. Like, You're always going to go out as a mature adult and you're going to be wanted. Listen, you're going to be wanting to be taken seriously and they're not going to take you seriously. I don't care what your culture thinks about it now when you're young. When you get older, that is not going to carry over. You're not going to have people that it's going to be to your detriment later on. It ain't going to people are going to be less open minded. It's kind of like you're liberal when you're young. Hey, everybody should have fairness. And then when you get older, you like F them people. Why? Because you have responsibility now. Why? Because you did the work and they didn't. Why? Because they're taxing you to take care of these losers, right? You have a different mind frame and you're going to have a different mind frame. Trust me. You're not going to think young when you get older and you put tattoos on your knuckles. You're going to lead with that every time, right? You're not going to like Pookie's and Ray Ray's all your life, right?
1: And that's you. Eventually
0: you'll want a nice guy to settle down with, Right.
1: And that's you.
0: And then you got tattoos on your knuckle. What happened? Where did all the so go? So you, you think it's cool now. Coach, you just a old head. It's cool now. Nobody worries about that. And then I say, wait till you grow up. Half of you will change. You'll have a mind change. You'll have an epiphany. You'll have a maturity issue. You'll move to the, from the city to the suburbs. And now here you are picking up your school, kids from school, and you got tattoos on your titties all the way up to your forehead. And then everybody's looking at you like, and don't let your kid be the jackass in the classroom. Do not let your kids be the bully. Don't let them be the class clown because when they call you in, the the teachers call you in, you know what? Little Tay has been having problems in class. Can you come to here and we'll have a meeting in the principal's office and you show up bonnet, skimpy dress, tattoos, and slippers on. That's how you show up to pick up Vontavious. They're going to look at you, and they're going to say, that's exactly what. Listen, judgment is judgment. You can try to avoid it or not. They shouldn't be judging me. They're going to judge you. They're going to look at you like this. They're going to be like, this woman got tattoos all over her body. She got tattoos on her nose. See, guys, I tell you this because this is what happens. This is what's going to happen. And they're going to rightly or wrongly prejudge you. It is what it is. They were like, God dang, no wonder, no wonder he's the class clown. No wonder he's undisciplined. He better be damn near. What's the dude's name from the Seahawks? He better be Richard Sherman at Compton Centennial. 4.0. By the way, that was a never mind. <laughs> you might watch my show. So, anyway, let's show you the data. Here it is right here. This was conducted in 20 and 19. Are tattoos associated with negative health-related outcomes and risky behavior? Now, they did the data. To hell with you be like, well, no, this is uh, blah, 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 blah. Y'all start shuffling. Let's read it. Abstract, background, tattoos have reached. And by the way, I feel differently about men in tattoos as I do with women in tattoos. Call it unfair, but that's what it is. Tattoos have reached border, uh, broadening mainstream acceptance, acceptance, medical professionals uh, and societies have noted that tattoos may co-occur with risk, high risk behaviors, high risk, high risk. I'm sorry, I butchered that. They did a methodology using a variety of statistical models, statistics applied to a sample of two thousand and eight adults residing in the United States via Amazon's uh, mechanical Turk. I don't know what that means. We established the association between tattoo characteristics, three health-related outcomes, which is overall health status, ever diagnosed with mental health issues and sleep problems, and three risky behaviors, such as smoking currently, ever spent time in jail or prison, and numbers of sexual partners. So they are looking at these people. And they took these people and they took all of these possibilities. Results. I know you don't want to hear this. And by the way, look, number of sex partners smoking. How many times have you seen a person with tattoos not smoking? A person with tattoos obviously probably is going to be smoking too. So I like that they added that one. A person with tattoos, jail, possibly. But the other one was, wait a minute, hold on for a second. I I minimized it. The other was, Oh, ever diagnosed with mental health issues. That's a, that, that was a combo. They, they combined that. And they also said uh, currently, no, no, no. Number of sex partners. Number of sex partners. All right. These are all presumption, but they're actually going to combine it. Results. We find that the presence, number, and specific features of tattoos are positively correlated with two of the health-related outcomes. Number one. Ever diagnosed with the mental health issue and trouble sleeping, and it also positively correlated with all three of the risky behaviors which were which were currently smoking <laughs> ever spent time in jail or prison and number of sexual partners mean it was directly connected more positive than not okay and it says magnitudes are larger for those with multiple visible and offensive tattoos. Okay? Mm-hmm. Offensive tattoos. All right, can you guys see this? All right, here we go right here. Conclusion. Our our results suggest that individuals with tattoos are more likely to engage in risky behaviors related to those uh, relative to those non-tatted counterparts, which may lead to health consequences. Dermatologists, which would know this, healthcare providers, which I'm sure if you wanted to get some life insurance, they'd be like, what's up with all these tattoos? And public health advocates should recognize that having a tattoo or tattoos is a potential marker for, for, for mental health issues and risky behaviors
1: and that's you
0: now when it comes to guys on this one i would say 50 50 when it comes to women 80 20 for sure 80 20 for sure okay and uh there's various <laughs> there's various there's various examples of this down the line i mean come on and I know people don't want to agree with this. And you're like, oh, come on, you're old school thinking. But but they've done the research. I know people might think that that's not a significant group of people, but it is. He says 80-20, it is what it is. And I think when, it, especially when it comes to women, there's actually data that says that they're doing it because there's some pain. They've experienced pain or trauma and or mental health issues. And most of the time, they and we're at a state where they'll admit it. And consequently, you'll see them with multiple tattoos. And you go, they're doing it out of the, they're, they're trying to get rid of the pain or that's they're trying to cope. Um, uh, they're not just trying to be popular. I met this very nice woman, okay? I've only met with her twice, so I can't tell you who she really is. But the way she presented herself, she's an Instagram model. She's actually been featured in music videos. And I met her. She junior college. I clapped the cheeks. Yes. All right. I sent her on home. (laughs) But again, I pictured her when I saw her in person and I saw basically I was like, man. She presented herself one way, but she was quite the insecure, high self-esteem, very much introverted. She was not how she presented herself. And but she told me where she grew up and i said that's exactly why you like where she grew up she grew up in in a portion of los angeles in a subsection of small suburb of los angeles that people would immediately associate with that representation but she was quite opposite at least that's what she presented me however she was single and she was out there in these streets so
2: in these streets
0: <laughs> but she was not she was a, she was a docile person however she might have done that to fit in I call it the Marilyn monster effect. She was not a freak. She looked like a freak. She looked like she was about to get in there and throw it back. She was in there, turn off the lights. Oochie, ouchie. She was in there. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm about to. <laughs> it's the Marilyn monster effect. Okay, so that right there is the Marilyn monster effect in which in her community, in her area, people look like that. Because they had no other choice. They made themselves ugly because they probably were ugly or felt they were ugly. So they were like, I'm going to double down on ugly. And then she was very attractive. She was very attractive. She had light eyes. She was dark skinned, dark complected, nice hair. I don't know if it was a weave or not. I don't think it was. All right. She wasn't concerned about me messing it up. She was thin, which is not a good thing. She was thin, but she had, listen. They probably were like the Maryland monster effect is that if. If you're the vision of beauty, but you're around ugly people, they sabotage you into making you feel like you're ugly. OK. Mm. He says pass, double down. On ugly. So what happens is you're attractive, you're fit, you're feminine. But in your household, you're the you're the um, you're the anomaly. Like, oh, you need to put some meat on your bones, and the woman's skinny and fit, oh, you too skinny, you need to fatten up, you need to eat some more biscuits and and potatoes you need to and then the rest of her family is fat and soggy, right? so that's the parallel we're drawing. then your sisters all get tattoos, girl, come with us well, you're Marilyn manson you're Marilyn Manson, you're Marilyn Munster. In the rest of the world, outside of your house, you're the standard of beauty. And because they beat on you so much, they sabotage you into belonging to them when you could have separated yourself from them. It's a sabotage. I said Marilyn Manston. It's the Marilyn Monster effect. Let me go ahead and show you if you young guys don't know what we're talking about. Marilyn Monster. Oh, wait a minute monster how the hell you spell that it's not even monster so let's go ahead and show you the image for people who don't know okay and if you ever never watched the monsters this is what happened it was it was a short-lived show from the 60s so let's see here because we're doing a three-hour stream so here it is right here let me see if i can make this picture larger uh this was a television show and this reflected the maryland monster effect all right so uh let me make this larger All right, so what is this here? Don't sell my data. Close this out. So in in this picture, this was a show in the 60s in which this person here, Marilyn Munster, she emulated the standard of beauty at that time, which was James Mansfield, Marilyn Marilyn Manson. (laughs) Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. All right, Marilyn Monroe. She was a combination of Marilyn Monroe and James Mansfield. So those were the people who were popular. Now, in the show... In the show, she lived with the monsters, which where there was a vampire, a damn uh, Frankenstein. And uh, who is this person right there? She's a anyway. And in the in the family, when she was in the house, she was the ugly one. (laughs) Okay, this is you got to watch the show. You got to watch the show. When she would be at the family table eating dinner. They thought she was ugly. They thought she was ugly. They were like, oh, you're ugly. Oh, you ain't never going to get no help. Oh, poor Marilyn. They would be like, poor Marilyn. You're the ugly child. You ain't never going to find no man. But outside of the house, Marilyn was the beauty. They were the oddities. And this is what happens with sabotage in your household, with your family. You might get fat because everybody else is fat. You might eat bad food, but but you had you were the better. You were gonna you were. <laughs> so anyway, this is the Marilyn Monster effect. And I was describing the girl, the girl from the place in Los Angeles. She got Marilyn Monster effect. They would actually meet Marilyn Monster, and Marilyn Monster would have a date, and they she'd bring the date back to the house, and then they'd faint when they see the family. They were like, "This your family." They didn't get it, and then everybody would be like, oh, man, you made them faint because you were ugly, Marilyn. They called her the ugly girl. So pretty girls do have guilt when they are the pretty one, and the family does see them as the pretty one, as uh, rivalries, as jealousy. And if they can get the woman to be out of shape, if they can get the woman to tattoo themselves, which I call self-mutilation, if they can get her to get pills, if they can get her to act like them, then she's no longer competition and sometimes the married, the the attractive girls are the least self-esteem wise especially when they beat on them oh you so skinny oh my God oh you're not when they know later on being fit or skinny is going to benefit them and sometimes the relative who is not so skinny who's telling the girl she's so skinny they they've already been out of the game right that's called sabotage that's called competition anxiety sabotage whatnot This is what we do in tattoo culture. Matter of fact, I actually seen this in, in real life. I actually knew this is what happened when I was in school. When I was in school, we had a young girl uh, that we, we basically, we messed around a little bit, you know, high school style. She was a sophomore. I was a junior and she was, she kind of reminds me of this kind of look right there with the Maryland monster. Well, as time went on, I went on to college, and then she was a year behind me. She came to the same college that I went to. When I saw her, she was dressed in full goth clothes. She was she was goth from head to toe, and I was like, "Wow!" And she was walking around with a dude who looked like straight up goth, and I was like, "I was like, that's interesting that she chose to do that." I was like, "I I wonder, I wonder why she chose that route, right?" She obviously probably had a leg up on the competition. She was a thin blonde girl who could have just rolled that off. Now she's dressing head to toe with Marilyn monster boots, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Now I want to say Marilyn Manson. She's dressed like Marilyn Manson concert. And I was like, man, I was wondering, I always wondered even then. And uh, so much so that I, this was in the nineties. This was, yeah, this was in the nineties, late nineties. So much so that I walk smooth by her on the college campus, at least once or twice, she didn't even acknowledge me. She didn't even look at me. She didn't even acknowledge me, which was not uncommon of people who went to the same high school and ended up on a college campus. But she didn't even acknowledge me. We saw each other. We walked. We we had a little thing when we were both in the same age range at the same high school. We walked by each other. She just, with her golf boyfriend, just kept it going. So yeah, black, lipstick, stick, all of that. I was like, wow. I was like, why did she choose to do that? It was weird. I guarantee you she's married to a simp right now. She's one of those that could easily switch back Justin Timberlake style and marry a simp. Okay. After being out there getting not, not saying people who go to Marilyn Maryland Manson concerts are bad. Oh, she come up now. I guarantee you now. I probably should look her up. She she'll acknowledge me now. So um, anyway, that's kind of like it. She would be like, Oh, I was in my young and dumb phase. Dude, she was she was attractive. I mean, she was attractive even at that age, and even going on to college, I was like, man. But she actually went into the, hopefully she didn't go overboard and tramp stamp herself. Oh, she'd be about it now. But what would she be, 44 now? She'd be 44, 43, 45 years old now. Mm. I don't want it now. (laughs) No, ma'am. Hell no. Get the hell away from me. I want no parts of that now. Back in the day, though, I want to. Yeah, man, she would be, I would have took her back then. As a matter of fact, you know what I would be asking her? Do you have a daughter? <laughs> yeah, I can't take you, but do you have a daughter? How old she be right now? You disgusting. I would be asking her where her daughter be. That's what i would be asking her. Oh, she ain't old enough yet. i would be like, yet. Yeah. All right, I want to ask you guys a question. I want to ask you guys a question. Yeah, her 18. She ain't ready yet. Oh, she just about ready. Think about this. I know the people, the metaphiles will be out here in a minute. Hey, check this out. Who are you most likely to date? If you're in your 40s, you're 40 years old, gentlemen. I want you to listen. I want you to listen. Who are you most likely to date in three years? Someone who's 18. Let's say 19. Someone who's 19 and you're 40 in three years. Who are you more likely to date? Someone who's nineteen or someone who's forty two now today, who will be forty five in three years? Who are you more likely to date? I'll wait Think about it like that. See for me, for me. I'm like, okay, she's 42 today. She'll be 45 in three years. This one's 19. In three years, she'll be 22. That's a. It's easy. It's too easy.
2: I got money.
0: <laughs> Sizzle. Oh, I thought she you said you'll do it. Shout out to ACDC. Says uh she got the no regrets tattooed on her chest. The no regrets. If I would do, I mean, I actually, cause I have a daughter, I'm always telling her, but the thing is with young women, they just don't get it. They think they're going to be young forever, forever young, forever. Hey, look, I always tell them, I'm like, do not get a tattoo. Don't become a single mother. I tell them the whole thing. I'm like, you're going to ruin your life. Don't, pier- don't tattoo. Don't pierce your earrings. Uh, Don't pierce your ear from here to here. Don't do it multiple. These are things that you think make you feel better about yourselves. You might think a class of guys like that. These are what Donovan Sharp used to call slut tales. I don't know if he still calls them that. You are literally telling, you're signaling out to the world that you're a skeezer. Now, I know people don't want to be like, you can't judge a book by the cover, but stop it. We're only human. We're only human. You look like you passed around. And you cannot correct this. You got the collar on, the big hoop earrings. I remember I said that about hoop earrings, and everybody's like, what? And we tell them, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the 304. That's what we learned. The bigger the hoop, the bigger the hope. That's what even, guys, by the way, these concepts were developed by women. I hate when people keep telling us that we're the ones hating on women. Women were the ones that came up with the bigger the the hoop, the bigger the hope. Women know this, and they they have these conversations with each other all the time about it, but they act like we came up with it. They were the ones that came up with it. Same thing about the collar, the choker. Same thing about um, tattoos, tattoos on the titty. She got the rose tattoo on her titty. Women were the first ones to be like. But you're basically signaling these things out, but sometimes women get caught up in the fashion of things. Well, this is fashionable, and this is current. They get the septum ring which looks like you got boogers and snot hanging from your nose, but that's Mm neither me But it's an opportunity to display jewelry. But I was like, you look like you got booger in your nose. Like tattoo, you got the nose ring right here with the damn back of the earring sticking out of your nose. That looks like a damn knotted up boogie. That's what it looks like in your nose. And that's what it will always look like in your nose. (laughs) It doesn't look like a nice earring. Looks like a boogie. (laughs) Anyway, that's what it looks like to me. That's the only thing. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. You got a boogie in your nose. And now I got to look at this boogie across dinner. Every time I take a bite, is that a boogie? Oh, damn. I done lost my appetite. (laughs) Now I got to look like a boogie, a big yellow boogie sticking out your nose, hanging out. And then now you got the septum ring down here. I'm like, you got some snot. Oh, okay. That's not snot. All right, I got it. All right. mm. Now I can't eat my dinner because you looking like a cow running around here with a damn nose in your bull nose ring. That's all. That, that's the first thing that comes to my mind with it. You can call me an old head if you want. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Then I got this tattoo, a rose tattoo on your titty and the titty all soggy. I'm looking going. Like at some point you thought this was attractive. This was going to make you stand out or what, what are we doing here? Or is this a self-esteem issue or is this a trauma issue? We're learning that it's more connected to trauma. And then they'd be on Tinder <laughs> either displaying it or hiding it, right? I think ladies, if you're on Tinder and you have tattoos, you should have a photo dedicated to all your tattoos. So if you are wearing long sleeve shirt, but when you take off the shirt, you got an arm sleeve tattoo. You should take a picture to show everybody that you have this sleeve tattoo. And I guarantee you, it's going to knock you out of the race of the top quality man immediately. You're knocked out. You're going to always deal with pookies. You're always going to deal with Ray Ray's. You're never going to deal with any dude with any level of class. Not in public, you won't. He'll knock you down in private. I know people are mad at me, but I'm just telling you the truth. No dude of class is gonna ever, except if he's a rapper or a basketball player or something like that. But those aren't relatively dudes with class. Those are just dudes with a lot of money. You'd be like, what about these girls and Soehni? What about Soehni and Cardi B? But those dudes aren't class individuals. They are. They develop into that later on. They're not dudes that got rich because they're class. All right, they got rich because they got into a lifestyle that they could monetize and now they're there and then they're just reverting back to what they're comfortable with and what they've always wanted, but never could get. They've always wanted the big booty tattoo girl. So then when they get money, they go back to that. Oh, I missed out on that. Now I'm going to catch up with it. They've always wanted the freak. Now, because they got money, they can get the freak just like that. And they'll deal with the freak. Freak of the week. Shout out to Force India. He says, still catching up. God save the coach. Thank you, man. All right, let me get to the rest of these over here and see if there's contributors over there, over here. All right, Cash App. Cash App, Cash App. Carl, Carl S. says, the movie Neon De- Demon illustrates this theory very well. Neon Demon. All right, Neon Demon. I'm going to look that up. So it's the theory of the statistics about... Oh, man, aspiring model, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, man, I think these things are, that's just what it is. I know people are like, who's upset about this information? All right, let me check PayPal. Uh-oh, PayPal don't lock me out. So if you hit me on PayPal, let me hit it up over here. PayPal. All right, so these are all theories that we wish. Uh, listen, it doesn't apply to everybody, so don't get offended. If if it doesn't apply for you, if you're a guy that likes women with tattoos, go about go about your life. It's okay. Uh, Long-term, I guarantee you what men have to understand is uh, long-term, what you believe you like about women doesn't match up with how you act long-term. Okay. For instance, when a guy says, I get all hot women, I get all the hot women, you have to ask yourself, well, how come you're not keeping these women? Hot women are very much not hot. We're going to call them excessively beautiful, like a beautiful woman. They're extremely rare. You don't come about them very often. But here's a guy that's going to say, I got a 1,000 lay count. I got a 500 lay count. I got a 200 lay count. And all of them are beautiful. Well, statistically, that doesn't match up. And and logically, it doesn't match up. Okay, why are you pumping, dumping the top tier women? You're just pumping, dumping them, and trashing them. You haven't been able to hold on to one of them. I know variety is the spice of life with men. But you just trashing all of them? All of them are garbage. You didn't get sprung on none of them from the first beautiful woman you got. You clapped the cheeks it was like, "Yeah, get out." I don't buy it. Statistically it don't match up. There's not that many beautiful women on planet Earth. We use the bell-shaped curve to dis- to describe this. That's like saying I got all A's in high school. That's highly unlikely. Not that many get not that many people get all A's. Not that many people get all F's you're somewhere in the middle and there's a lot of people in the middle. There's a lot of C students because that's the bell shaped curve, which means in effect, you're not getting all attractive women. <laughs> there's no way it matches up and then you're getting them for free. And then you're getting them by the bundle. It, it, <laughs> yeah. to, to You're getting them by the bundle. You're getting high quantities of them and you're getting them and replacing them and you're getting them for free, where are we at? Again, we got to deal with delusional men, too. We can't just let people run with these stories without calling them out for their bullshit, right? You're, ladies, and I want you to listen. I call men out on their bullshit, too. That's bullshit. And you should know it. When a guy speaks of it, he better, you better have the receipts to back that up because I would ask for the receipts, and I'm going to post it on my Instagram story, Snapchat snapshot and i know you got them because you get all beautiful women snapshot the last 10 women that you were with let's go we're gonna put this up on my instagram story or you're gonna shut the hell up we're not gonna let you roll when i have all success with the small percentage of beautiful women on the planet absolutely not absolutely not put it on put it on my instagram story then no talk we provide receipts of this but these are the things that we deal with This is the stuff that we deal with in this sector. And it's all nothing but lies to make themselves feel better. And I'm going to make a YouTube video of you too. Here comes Don Juan. Here comes Don Juan right here. He's slaying all of these beautiful women and he's doing for absolutely no cost. And then sure, sure enough, when you put them up to the standard of beauty in our country, These women don't even come close. So what it's going to look like is you get the good-looking women in your neighborhood. (laughs) You get the good-looking woman in your neighborhood. I guarantee you there's scab-peeling skeezers in there. And then I'm going to be like, what is this? And you go, well, you don't understand. She's going to be shaped like a Pillsbury biscuit can when you open it. Well, she thinks coach. She a baddie. She a baddie. I get the baddies. Baddies are not beautiful women. Let's just get this straight. A bad Just cuz you're a baddie does not put you in the beautiful woman category. Right? A baddie does not equal beautiful. A baddie could be just the same as just the same as an attractive woman could not be sexy. But a slightly unattractive woman could be way sexier than a, an attractive woman. See, attractive and sexy aren't almost synonymous. They're not They're not together. You don't put attractive and sexy together. Not always. You can have a just, that's like a model. There's some, uh, some models that aren't as attractive and they're great models. There's some women that are highly attractive and not such a good model. They can't model worth shit. She's just standing there with her hand on her hip like this and her arms straight. And then you take the picture, and you're like, oh, shit. But then you find a woman that's just less attractive than, and she can model her ass off. She'd be like, Vogue, Vogue. Mm. <laughs> a sexy woman could be less attractive than an attractive woman who don't have no sex appeal. She don't even know what she's doing. She walking like this, <laughs> Right? So these are all categories that we have to understand. When it comes to beautiful, there's no there's no ifs, ands, and but about who is a beautiful woman. It's pretty standard who's beautiful. Even babies recognize who's beautiful. At first glance, that person's in the beauty category. Don't matter what she does from here on out. And then you go down the line. Okay, sex appeal. Then you go baddie chick. A baddie chick can be a scab peeling skeezer all the way up, and she's never in the beautiful conversation. She might think she's a model, but she ain't in the beautiful category at all. Not even close. Somebody says, I disagree. And that's when you get to the point where I don't care what you say. Give me a damn statement that backs up your disagreement. I disagree. (laughs) Mm. And explanation need explanation needed. Who cares if you disagree? You got to give an explanation and be thorough. This is what I do. This is why you're watching me. I'm thorough. I can explain it. Baddies are not beautiful always. That doesn't go together. A baddie could have high sex appeal, but she looks like a goofy, right? She got big ass eyelashes on. She got excessive makeup on. All right, when you want to lay her in bed, she got it, she's gonna bring a scarf to bed. Well, I don't want to mess up my hair. It took me an hour to gel my hair down. That is not a beautiful woman. That is not a beautiful woman. She's immediately X'd out. She got hair weave extensions, she's X'd out of the beauty category immediately. She's wearing the wrong, she's wearing the wrong attire in the wrong area. You want to take a baddie to a high prestige elite uh, event. And she comes dressed like a nightclub hooker. That woman is not beautiful. She's a baddie. Leave her ass in the baddie category. (laughs) She got tattoos all over her place. You want to bring her and elevate yourself. And you bring her to a conference. You can bring her to a conference with elite people that have beautiful wives. And you bring a baddie to the beautiful. She's immediately going to be treated like a baddie. She's out of the beautiful category. That it's it's not it's a no-brainer. You can't bring a baddie to a elite conference. Same way is I can't bring a beautiful woman to a damn Memphis nightclub uh house party. The Memphis nightclub house party gonna be looking at her like, what what in the hell is that? The baddie gonna be smoking black and miles with long ass fingernails curled over like this, looking at your flatback wife. You see what I'm talking about? This is the, there's, there's lines, there's levels to this. So a baddie does not get into the beauty conversation. It does no, not necessarily. They're a contender. <laughs> They're a contender. Yeah, they've made movies about this. Um, Baps, they've made mu- movies about this. Now that person was somewhat, but then she got diamond gold teeth, and she worked at the Popeye's drive-in window. Is she a ba- is she beautiful? <laughs> yeah, she's a baddie at Popeye's. In the Popeye's drive-thru window, you'd be like, damn, that girl is a baddie. But then you take her and you go to a nice steak restaurant. You take the same girl working in the Popeye's drive-in window and you hop her in the 9-11 and you take her to a nice steak restaurant. She gonna look like she stick out like a sore thumb. So baddies and beautiful women. But somebody says beautiful women can be sexy. Okay, like, everybody, everybody stop. Stop for a second. Where's my, did I say beautiful women cannot be sexy? This is the guy that said he disagreed. Did I say beautiful women cannot be sexy? I didn't say that beautiful women aren't sexy. I said, and let me clear this up. What I said was, just because you're beautiful doesn't mean you're sexy. It does; They're not synonymous, meaning always it doesn't go together. It can go together. See, this is what I get when the comment section you guys start going in on me. I said, it doesn't always go together. There's some men that have beautiful wives but he cannot perform with her sexually. Now, this is a hard place to go here. Yeah, I did not say that. There are some men that have beautiful wives. They're the trophy wife. They're they're the statuesque, blonde, black, whatever, bougie, light skin, red bone. But she's just not great sexually. And then that man will cheat on that woman, a la, what's the guy's name? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant, and everybody will say, how did he cheat on that woman? But it's very simple. He wanted someone with with sex appeal that night, and his wife is just a beautiful woman. His wife, which was Liz Hurley, or his girlfriend at the time, Liz Hurley at that time was a 20-something-year-old beautiful woman. But her sex appeal probably was whack. She probably couldn't suck skin off of no something. He went and found him a sex appeal woman. Because Liz Hurley only represented the beautiful woman category. Now, do we agree now? There's a lot of married men right now in the suburbs that have beautiful wives who walk like damn robots. They have very little personality. They're very much NPC. But when those men cheat on their wives, they cheat down. They cheat with women that are somewhat baddies, tattoo scavengers, women with champ stamps, young girls in Mexico, poor women with dirty feet. You see what I mean? But they have a beautiful wife that has that lacks the sex appeal. She's not nasty. She won't get on there and spit and drool and make it sloppy. But they got a fat woman they paid $300 to go see. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? This is the this is the conversation I'm having. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Well, his wife wasn't beautiful. Bill Clinton. But you see what I mean? This is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger had the what would be the beautiful wife. And he was with that ugly maid and procreating with her. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? You can be beautiful and not be sexy. It's not synonymous. It's not always, but there are some beautiful, sexy women too. So this is what we have to understand when a guy says, I I, I do well, I get all baddies. All the women I get are hot. Hot is another category. There's some women that can be hot and she's sexy, but she's not necessarily beautiful. There are some bigger, larger women that can be sexy as hell. And she knows how to work it. She'd be like, I know how to work it. And she know how to roll it. Now, you wouldn't be seen with her in public, but she has sex appeal. And there's some beautiful women that walk like, da-dump, 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 da I mean, some some fat women that walk like they their self esteem's in the gutter. They got no chance. So these are whether we have to really start getting these things in order, right? So when a person says they get all attractive women, let's qualify it. It's probably not what you think. They're attractive for your area or what your need is. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, Gabriel, coach, I need some help. I have some questions for you. I wonder if you have some time between today and tomorrow. It's a. It's about the right that the parent has, even no, I'm not sure. I mean, I think you say, even though I don't have custody. It says even though, but even though I don't have custody. I have to understand that you coach by the hour set up on clarity.fm backslash Greg Adams, set up a call and the link is in the description box under private coaching, set up of a point, set up an appointment for tomorrow. Okay. Set up an appointment for tomorrow. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, by the way, before we close the show, before we close the show, understand that this information is right and true and exact, but uh, let me give you the information about what we're doing here as the content. So I'm trying to go three hours early in the show as you guys are watching from work. And then also, also these things will be edited down. Go to the other channels. I'm growing the other channels again. The other channels that I was growing that got the monetized, I got kicked in the gut. So I have to restart the process. So these are the free areas to catch me. Go and subscribe over there Um, and then give me some watch hours. Most of these are getting monetized or in the process of getting monetized. So go check them out. CGA shorts over here, which will be a reaction channel. Um, and the short highlights from these streams. CGA Got Game is the sports. Coach Greg Adams is the flagship. Victoria CGA is where you're seeing the vlogs. If you want to see my lifestyle, it is there. There's no fraudulent lifestyle. I'm not renting hoes just to impress you. I'm just living my life. So go check that out. And uh, members content is on Locals.com. That's Sunday mornings. And then Patreon is going to be Sunday nights. If you want the coaching program, all right, go to my website, GregAdams1.com, sign up. You're going to get an email soon. I know I've been promising it, but you're going to get an email soon. And also, check out my books and all of that stuff. appreciate y'all for being here. We'll be back this afternoon for an hour. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And we'll leave you with the girl, Big Eye Rebecca. Googly Eye, Big Eye Rebecca. Some of you guys going to wife her up. Here she is right here. Shout out to the ladies.
2: Yes. Yes,
3: and on-
0: <laughs> Indeed.
3: I just want a man who's going to make my heart melt and my pussy throb. I am
0: too horny to be single. Someone better start acting right and wife me the fuck up.